From downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, I play Danganronpa, and we look back on the year 2021. Quit killing me, naked SMT5 guy. Making my list, checking it just once, pretty much. you remember things welcome to nintendo main podcast your place to hear nintendo fans talk about the year that we've been through almost through all the way and all that sort of thing this is episode 299 by the way of nintendo main so anybody who wants to send us anything ever you got this is the last minute this is like the meme i don't know if it's a meme but it's just i just think about that part in uhf when uh at like towards the end when Stanley Spadowski's trying to like get all the money and he's like, Well, if you're waiting for the last moment, this is the last moment. So this is it. So yeah, if you this got stuff it. to send to us, yeah. send an audio file to Nintendo Main Podcast at gmail.com. And I decided that I'm gonna stream the show next week at twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast. So tune in at ten o'clock central and we will do our three hundred episode our three hundredth episode then. So not that you should slack on your audio file to send to us, but if for some reason you can't do it, you could jump up on the, on the chat and then we'll read off whatever you have to say. But still, nice. send your voice in because we love hearing the voices of all the people that we've had on the show and friends of the show and all that sort of thing. I think it'll translate better to the podcast if we have the audio we can splice in, or rather Trey can splice in. Right. right. So try and, try and send it by when? By Tuesday, the latest? I was hoping that they would send it as soon as you can. Like, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've told everybody that I've texted about this that we're recording on the 15th. So, yeah, if you could send it the 14th, that would be great. At the absolute latest 14th. Yeah. So, would that's, be uh, that would be ideal. So, yeah, send it. And I, we did actually get – we got some cool ones, and I haven't listened to them yet. That's the plan. I have not not listened to any of them. I will listen to them live. I guess it will be live now. When we do our Twitch stream for our 300th episode, truly so. live, and and we also we also got a package from one of our listeners, another package because we just got the I just got the amiibo tags last week, and now we got another package from another listener that says happy 300 on the package. So I figured that it would be something we can wait to open until the 300th episode. So I'm saving it for that, and I did text him and say, uh, you know, should I open it now, later? And he's like, open it whenever. But I was like. You know what? I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it for the 300th episode. Save it. That'll give us some more content for 300. So I'm, I'm going to save it. I'm going to open it live. And especially since we're doing the Twitch thing, whoever's watching it can watch me open it and all that. And I might wear and I might wear some shit, too. I might, might wear some shit that says 300. Who knows? I'm going to at least wear one wow. thing that says 300. So I am going to... I'm at least going to put up my poster that I've been meeting. I'm going to dress, dress up a little bit for it. I'm going to do something. You know, some sort of... I'm going to wear nothing chest. and just write 300 on my chest. <laughs> you could do that if you wanted to. 
Thankfully, that's somewhat Spartan thing to do. Thankfully, you're uh, yeah. <laughs> thankfully, your camera's pretty close, so you wouldn't have to. You might have to. Write, I'm doing it all in sepia right tone. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be funny, actually. If if you. <laughs> but we haven't. We have not introduced ourselves. We've talked to you for like three minutes about a uh, about our 300th episode. But we're your hosts. Name's Trey. Nice to fucking meet you, Johnson. And I'm Jeremy. Try to Mikowski. I'm John Slim Pickens Knitter. So, let's start off our show as we normally do and talk about games that we bought and games that we've been playing for the week. My week was actually like kind of kind of crazy busy, so uh I'm actually coming up a little short this week, which uh sorry about we, that. It but it looks like we all are. I was going to say we're, yeah. we're going to have like a 45-minute episode here. <laughs> it's that end of the year crunch. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, you guys, but I've been pretty busy. Well, I mean, I just Same. uh well like last so like we recorded last Wednesday and then I had a job on Thursday and then I edited like all day on Friday and then I and then and then I played some games Friday which I'll talk about and then like had a party on Saturday and then like Sunday I drove had to drive to Peoria for another job and then I've been in Peoria for 3 days and I just got back tonight so it's like my whole week was like it was pretty ridiculous all bugaboo but I still found time to play some things but the first thing I played was a uh, Jack Jackbox Party Pack 8 with friend of the show Saint John Wedgworth from Nerd Noise Radio, so that was cool. We did, uh, we we did, we finally got to do our uh, party pack hangout thing. And uh, basically, I'm we're doing a we're doing a show, we're doing like a joint Nerd Noise Radio show together. And we had to do, you know, it was like it was like we need to find some time to record the intros for the music for a particular episode. So I was like, well, why don't we just play Jackbox early and then we'll do it later? So that's why that's why you weren't invited because we. It was kind of like a we did we did it from like eight to ten and then we like recorded after ten so it was like it was like way early. Sure, whatever. <laughs> he asked he asked if, he asked if you wanted to play, but I was like, well, no, he's at work. I so. was probably working, yeah, because yeah, it's on Friday. But yeah, he has he has all of the jack boxes for for a Switch. He has like one through eight. So I was like, oh well, let's play eight because eight just came out not that long ago. How did he stream it? Uh, we he did the same thing that we do, like where he pointed his laptop at the TV. Like to try mm-hmm. to, and it took a little bit of finesse to try to get it to work because it's like, because yeah, you have to, because we finally figured it out, but yeah, you have to have the whole TV be all of the camera. Otherwise, it like focuses elsewhere. Yeah, because it would, it would focus elsewhere and then the TV would blow out. So like you had to like have the TV be the whole like uh, frame to get it to work. We played a couple games from, from Party Pack 8. What I thought was really cool was uh, we played Drawful Animate. That was the first one we played. And that's the one where you, it's basically Drawful, but you can, do like an kind of a crude animation you do you do like that's two cool. you do two frames and that's how you like try to you know they'll, they'll give you something to draw and you try to do it with two frames and you can actually you can change the speed of like how quickly it changes from one frame to another which is kind of cool so if you want to like try to make it really fast you can do that and you can change it change the speed while people are trying to guess what you what you drew and all that so i thought that was pretty cool and i and i had some i had some pretty good ones on there i thought but another thing was uh because we were like because he was like a you know had the camera on the tv there were some colors that didn't like register as much like it looked good on my phone or my tablet but when it was on tv it's like the light blue one you just like couldn't see it and i was like oh well you can't really tell what that is you know but but we we played that we also played a game called job job that's on there where you like a it's like a job application and you're all like you basically it it's, it kind of reminded me a little bit of uh surviving the internet kind of where it has like that opening question that doesn't mean anything but it's like sort of like an icebreaker to take you to the next round. So like it'll ask you a couple questions and you answer the questions and then it'll take the words that you put in that question and kind of like scramble them up and then you and then you get 
like a word, word salad sort of thing thrown at you. And it's like, here, answer this question with only these words. And you can use any of the words that you want more than one time, but you can only use those words that were given to you. And that's kind of how it is. And you try to like, and then you vote on who, you know, on whose was funnier. And that's how you get the job in the end is basically, is basically how it works. So it, it was pretty good. I was hoping to be able to go through all of them, but those were the only two games that we played on that one because uh, his daughter was playing with us as well. And she wanted to play Quiplash. So we played Quiplash. And we also played this one from uh, the second game which I never played before, called uh, Earwax, where you basically, they'll ask you a question and you use sound effects to answer the question, which I never played that before, which is kind of interesting to try to play this through a, through like a laptop camera on a TV, you know, like it's a, cause you don't really, you can't really hear it that well, but it's like a, you know, be like, how would you describe this thing? And then you pick two, two sounds, but you don't actually hear the sounds until later. It just, it's just the description of the sound and that's how you and I guess that was a favorite of theirs, so we get to play that. But, but yeah, we and we uh yeah, and we cranked out an episode after all that. <laughs> we we did wow. a bunch of stuff and and there were and this was a this was an episode we were planning on doing like two years ago. So there was like a recording of uh of that um DJ that's on WART radio that I that uh that they did. And um I couldn't I couldn't find the file for it and thankfully I sent it. Well I found it, but it wouldn't play. Like the file was like not good or something. It wouldn't play off my computer, so I was freaking out. But thankfully, I sent it to John before, and he had it, and he was able to play it, and it sounds glorious. Like I love, I think it sounds great. So uh, be excited about listening to that episode for what I did. I'm excited for what I did back in 2018 for that episode that I recorded so long ago, and it was on my previous computer, and I transferred it to the new computer, so maybe it didn't transfer well, and maybe that's why it's unplayable or whatever. But thankfully, he has it, and I got it, and like you know, double. Like double saved it and like put it in my iTunes and made sure I had it and all that stuff so so I wouldn't lose it again. But yeah, we we had it. We had a fun we had a fun Jackbox party game night. So that was cool and it was cool to play the newest one because I haven't hadn't done it yet. And they, yeah, and they were like uh they wanted to play Kip, Quiplash and I'm like play play the whatever the newest Quiplash is and I forgot that we had actually already played it before. Jeremy and Shauna and then uh, J- Jess and I we already played that one because you have seven. It was the one the the claymation mm. one. Which I forgot that I had already played that one, but it's still fun, you know. It's still Jackbox, so I wouldn't mind having another Jackbox night some night. Yeah, no doubt. Dev- I, I mean, we'll try. I mean, Jess mentioned it, of course, after we played. She's like, "Well, when can we play with with Jeremy and Sean again?" I was like, "I don't mm-hmm. know," because I know you have later schedules and all that. So we'll try to. Mm-hmm. Try it's gonna to have to be like a Saturday night, probably. Yeah, so seems to work the best. We'll try to figure something out. Yeah. So what else? Oh yeah, I started. I started playing Danganronpa, and I, and I got Danganronpa because I wanted to play. I wanted to play it with Jess, but like I said, I've been out of town, so I had to. I told her I was like, I, I played. I had to play through some of it, but I'll still start it over again, and we'll all play it together because I want to. Because I want to play it with her because I think she'll like it because it. It's like you know, it's very much a point and click adventure game. It reminds me a lot of Phoenix Wright, actually. Like from it, it has that like writing. Like it's like you can kind of, you know, like sometimes when you're playing a game, you can tell like within like the first hour whether it's going to be good or not. Like I was like, oh no, this is good. Like it's written really well. Like the music's really good. Like I feel like it's the story's really tight. Like I'm like really into it. Like I said, it's almost it's kind of like I mean, it's you know, Squid Game was not original. It's like it's like one of the things that squid game borrowed from like it's the it's the same like death games that's been popular in japan for years you know and all that stuff but it's a uh, it kind of reminds me it, it's like a, it's like an evil lock-in almost you're a you're a, you're a high school student that's like um that's like the most that you're like you're the most ordinary of or, of ordinary high school students like there's nothing exciting about you like not even that you're more ordinary than other ordinary students i think that's a line from it but uh that 
there's basically there this school is like the prestige high school and they're taking like the best of the best so like each of the there's like 15 characters and each of the character has their own like personalities and stuff one i thought was really funny was uh there's one who's like the greatest baseball player of all time, but he doesn't want to be a baseball player. He wants to start a band. <laughs> he wants to be in a band and he's looking for band members. And I thought that was funny that he's like, I'm the greatest baseball player, but I hate baseball and I want to be in a band. So I thought that was funny, <laughs> but they have, they have a lot of like really like quirky characters like that. There's like one, there's like, there's a lot of female characters in there, which I thought was really cool too. Uh, there's a, there's one that's like the ultimate gambler. So like you never, you cannot trust anything that she ever says because she's like, constantly poker face and all that stuff you know um there's another guy who's like the ultimate fan fiction writer it's like one of them there uh there's there's another one that's like uh it's like mr he's like the ultimate clairvoyant person but he's also been held back multiple times and he's over 21 and still in high school which they made note of that because he's like hey we should get a beer sometime and he's like oh wait no you're in high school you're not old enough to get beer and he's like but i am because i've been held back and i'm 21 now and i'm still in high school and i'm like okay and the uh the the quote that I said from the very beginning as my middle name when I said nice to fucking meet you, that's the uh, motorcycle gang leader. That's also one of the characters that has a, he has like the snake hairdo that like kind of just like comes to a point in the front. And it kind of looks like a cobra. It's kind of hilarious, but that's what he says. He's like, my name is whatever. Nice to fucking meet you. And it's some of it's like in full spoken English. So he does say that part. So hopefully I can stick that in the episode earlier if I can find it somewhere, but. It, it, it has a lot of charm and, you know, you basically, you're like, okay, you're like, well, I have, I, you know, I have no abilities, like I'm not a great student or whatever, but I guess some students were chosen at random to be in the school. But once you get to the school, everybody kind of wakes up in different parts of the school. And I guess you were like drugged and stuck in there because everybody's like, I passed out and I woke up here. I don't know how I got here. And when you're there, you notice that like all the doors are locked, like the windows are bolted. There's like metal, like bolted on the windows and all that. And everybody figures out that they're like, oh shit, we're kind of stuck here. So I'm like, it's like a lock-in. It's like an evil lock-in. And uh, and there's somebody over the intercom says, uh, okay, you, you all got to come to like the main gym and we're going to have the, our, our uh, orientation or whatever. And the orientation is done by this like evil teddy bear looking thing, which is like the mascot of Danganronpa, if you've seen it. It's like a black and white teddy bear with like a regular face and then like kind of a twisted smile on like one side. And this teddy bear just basically says like, okay, uh, you're locked in this school you're basically stuck here for the rest of your natural life. So you can never leave here until you die, like ran naturally, unless you kill one of the other people who's here is the idea. It's like, if you kill another student and you get away with it, then you can leave. So that's kind of about where I stopped playing. And this is like the first couple hours of the game, but it's like, it kind of just stops with everybody looking at each other. And it's all kind of like, well, who's going to, who's going to make a move here? Like who's going to actually kill somebody? And people do die. I know that for a fact. So, and that's, and it's, and it kind of becomes like sort of a murder mystery in that way. Like who killed what person? Like what was their motivation? Like where were they? And you try to like poke holes in there and what they tell you about, you know, about how they, whatever, whatever they did. So, so it is like a little bit like Phoenix Ride in that way. Like where you would like interview them and try to try to figure out how they're lying to you and how they killed the person or whatever. And uh, yeah, it's cool. Like I said, the soundtrack's really good. Like it's, the presentation's really good. And, you know, these, these games have been talked about by lots of people saying that they're incredible and all that stuff. So it's nice to see them finally on the Switch because, like I said last week, like the original one was, was a PlayStation Portable exclusive. So, and I think they continued on through like Vita and all that. So there's, there's three of them. And then there's that weird fourth one that I mentioned last week where you, 
that has like a gotcha mechanics inside of a game that you buy that's supposedly terrible but yeah it's really cool i, I i'm hoping i'm hoping that jess will enjoy it you know because i was uh, i was like oh this will be a fun one we can play like a you know visual novel thing but yeah it's, it's got a ton of style like it's a uh, like the voices sound good like it's got a lot of really cool like animation and stuff like that and yeah i've, I've been digging it so far and it's a it's a spike chunsoft game also which i remember jeremy was uh was into that company so i saw that at the beginning i was like oh yeah they're there spike chunsoft so it's cool it's uh i've been uh i had to play some of it so i'd have something to talk about but aside from uh and, and it's only like 15 dollars, like the first one is so it's it's pretty cheap too but aside from dang and rampa uh mario golf added another thing in between episodes to bring me back to it the newest uh the newest skin that you can get from ranked mode is you can unlock mario's overalls so you can wow. make so you can make mario look like the way he's supposed to look and not in his stupid golf gear so there you go. You can make him look like classic Mario. That's that's the newest skin on Mario Golf. So I played some of that while I was at my mom's house, and I was actually surprised that I could actually do it there because the internet there is not great. So you stayed at uh, your mom's house when you were on the job? Yeah, I was I was in Peoria, so I stayed there. That was actually part of how I got the job, probably, because I was like, oh, my parents live there. I can stay with them. You don't have to pay for my lodging. Yeah. Well, I mean, they I don't think they were going to anyway. I think they wanted me to work as a local and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, I was uh, I, I played a little bit of Mario Golf last night, and I was playing online rank mode and, and all that stuff. And on the internet, like uh, my mom's internet's kind of been like off and on. Like I was afraid I was originally supposed to work like through Thursday, so I was afraid I didn't know how we were going to record, and I didn't want to delay the show again because we're so close to three hundred that I just want to do three hundred. And uh, yeah. I was like trying to figure out. I was like, well, I'll bring like all the equipment to where I can like record off my computer at my mom's house, maybe. And if not, for some reason, I'll just drive to Jeremy's house and we'll just record there because it's not that far. It's like a half hour away from there. You know, I had all these ideas. We could have done that. And that's what I was going to do because I was supposed to maybe work tomorrow, but but that ended up not happening. So I was able to come back. But but yeah, that was some ideas that I had. But the reason that I kind of noticed that the the, uh, internet wasn't working great is uh, I tried to re-download Fortnite because... uh, just because the the newest update of Fortnite lets you play as Spider Man, and from uh, the footage that I've seen, it looks really fucking cool. Like it's, it's apparently it's like some of the best web swinging you've ever done ever in Fortnite. Like you know where like the Spider Man game on PS3, like you swung around, but you don't like hook on to specific things and buildings like you used to. But the Fortnite one, you do. Like you have to actually hit like a building to be able to swing and all that stuff. And I saw like a three second video of it, and I was like, holy shit, this looks really good. And also they're flipping it over to like what. Was it like Unreal 5 or something? It's like one of the newer engines. So Fortnite is actually switching to a different engine for its newest season. I was like, well, shit, you know, I could try it again. It's still free, you know. And I tried to download it, and it said that it was going to take me about 20 hours to download the game. And like I, a whole Fortnite. And I kind of just like, I kind of just left the Switch on Peace. while I was at work, and then I came home, and it was at like 5%. So I'm like, okay, I need to cancel this download, and because it's not going to download here, and and that's what I was like, well, I should just try out Mario Golf because I want to see if I can start working my way to the Mario overalls and all that stuff. And I was able to play online ranked and it was actually, it ran fine, weirdly enough. Maybe it doesn't need that much of a signal to do it. I don't know. So would you say you had a great overall experience? Uh, I didn't get the overalls yet, so no. But oh. sure, for pun's sake. One th- but what's really cool aside from that is I actually tried out Target Golf, which was a new addition that was added when they added the new uh, courses last time. And Target Golf's actually pretty cool. It reminds me of uh, it actually reminds me of Monkey Ball, of Monkey Golf, or no, of Monkey Target, not Monkey Golf. 
because it's a it has like um kind of like a random thing that will change that will choose what type of ball you have. And sometimes you can get a spiky ball that'll like stick to the target and like not roll as much and you can get different power ups in that way. And also there's like three different targets for you to shoot at. And there's like the you know, there's a different points depending on the circle. There's like concentric circles, like whatever. And if you hit whatever circle you hit, that makes that not available on the other targets. So you can kind of like strategize in that. So if you hit like the the very middle of it, then you can't hit the middle on the other targets for the next person's turn. So you can kind of like, you know, knock it out like that, which I thought was cool. But it, it has it has a lot more to it than I thought. Like originally I I explained it as just being like a, you know, just like a put just like a uh driving range, but it's much it's much more than that. It's a it's more about like strategically hitting different parts of the target and there's also three different levels that are all different. And there's like a bonus round with like a uh, with like a flower star in the middle that you can hit that you can only do on that one thing. It's it's just it's cool. It'd be fun. It'd be fun to play online, you know, or play multiplayer with somebody. I was just playing against the computer, but I was like, oh hey, Mario Golf is still good, and that and I like I like that they keep adding stuff to it. Just keep bringing me back, you know. Most of the time, these games that come out, you play them, you get tired of them after a month. This one keeps bringing you back like every month, and you're like, oh wait. Here's Mario Golf, and all of a sudden you got like 60 hours in the game, like I do, you know. So I like that. But I did, uh, I did have to go to Target the other day for a job because I had to pick up an extra set of headphones, and I found three Metroid Dread Amiibo just hanging out, which I've never seen that, just sitting, just sitting on a shelf. Was it the dual pack? It was the dual pack. Yeah, three of them, three of them just hanging out. I mean, they had, they had the, um, you know, they had the Zelda one, the one, you know, the Zelda Loftwing one that I, that I got. Mm-hmm. They had those, but those have been in like every Target I've been to. I've seen those everywhere. But and I, and I've just been kind of you know I was like because I had to get the headphones like from the electronics section, and I said before mm-hmm. I've just been looking for the OLED just to see if maybe I'll just accidentally find it and maybe I'll accidentally buy it or something like that if I find it you know that type of thing. But they they had one switch and it was just the it was just the old switch you know which that's actually the first time I've seen a switch in Target at all because all of them have been completely wiped clean. But uh, yeah, I saw some Metroid Dread Amiibos just hanging out. So that that was new. Never never done that before. So I was like, cool. Oh, and I also had a weird dream, which maybe this I don't know. This might have something to do with uh, what Jeremy was saying about uh, about your uh, opening thing, which it doesn't say mm-hmm. anything about it on here. But so maybe I could save that for. Um, but uh, yeah, like I said, I didn't have a whole lot of time to play games. So that's basically what I was able to to play in the meantime. But I'm planning on lining up. I got to line up all of my game of the year stuff because we got a couple weeks left before that. So I already kind of have the list together in my head because I got to write like a top five for Super GG Radio and all that stuff, which you guys are invited to write one too if you want to. They said told me to ask you if you want to do it. But um, so I already have it. I already have been have it in my mind, and um, I'm just like there's some of them where I'm like, well, I, I should just like play these again, and also I got to record some of it for the video and all that stuff. So, so I'm kind of lining up in my head my game of the year stuff. So that's like my projection for next week and for like this week. And I was like, oh, here's all these games that I need to play, and there's a bunch of games that I already have that I want to play, like Shin Megami Tensei Five, which I had a dream about the other day, and I haven't even played it. Well, I mean, I. I think last time I said I got to the second sand area and I did get a little bit farther in that and I caught all the demons that were there and all that stuff. But I had a dream that I was in the the stand movie, the original one, not not the Paramount not the Paramount Plus one, the original one. 
and I was on the side of Randall Flag, so I was with the I was with the evil people, I was with the devil folk, and uh, I was like, I think I was playing the uh, character that the guy from Twin Peaks was, the the right hand man or whatever. But there, but I was like standing with with Randall Flag's team, and I was like, you know what would be great if I would able be able to just like throw demons out right now and have them attack these people. So I was, I was talking about how cool it would be if I had the powers of the character of Shin Megami Tensei Five within the world of the stand. So that's a dream that I had like last night. So, so there, there you go. I was like, wouldn't it be great if I, could, if I could take Pazuzu and just throw him over there and just go get that main character, just get him. So, yeah, which was, which I think the main character was Lieutenant Dan in the original one. Yeah, it, it was <laughs> the character guy who played or, or Molly Ringwald. Like, send send Gary, him after Molly Ringwald. Go get her. What's his name? Gary Sinise. Yeah. Yeah. Gary yep. Sinise. I was hoping one of you would come to that if I if I said uh, Lieutenant Dan that you would remember the actual mm. name. He went to Columbia. He was a he was a Columbia alumni. He had a remember the Uten- the, the Lieutenant Dan band used to play in Chicago occasionally. I know I know they played there when we were when John and I were still in school there. I remember hearing about that. I never got to see it. I, I should have went. I should have went to try to find it. I bet it was fun. But yeah, Gary Sinise. He was <laughs> he was in the stand the the original one for TNT or ABC or whatever it was on. But yeah, that's that's my. Uh, that's my shit that I got for this week. Well, I'm kind of similar in my uh, lackluster gameplay this week because I was also very busy um, just between work and just other stuff like residual birthday stuff. Like we still had things to go do. Well, and also a lot of our family was all born around this time. So we had a birthday party to go to uh, for Shauna's niece one day. And there is a, I went to a concert actually. That's kind of cool. I saw oh, Trey and I saw Brendan Kelly together when I was in Chicago a couple of years ago. Oh, you saw he you saw him played, again. Yeah, he played here in town at. A, I hope I hope he wasn't as here. I hope he wasn't as drunk as last time we saw him. I felt so bad. No, he was awesome. I, I felt yeah. so I felt so bad that he was so drunk because like I was like, oh, Jeremy, come see Brendan Kelly. Like he's really good, and and then we went to see him, and he was fucking blazed. Like he was so drunk, and he could not like finish finish any of his songs, and. Everything that he did was really hilarious to him and no one else. And I'm like, I felt like this is kind of embarrassing because I've seen him play a bunch of shows and he's really fucking good. And then he's like just wasted out of his mind. Like when I suggest that Jeremy comes to see him. So I, I was kind of embarrassed by that show. But this was kind of funny because and I kind of wish you could have been there just trade just because you would have you have you would have appreciated the irony of it because. Everybody there was drunk, but him. It's kind of seemed like yeah, he had definitely. Oh, like, it's the flip. I mean, well, that's that's drinks. that's better though. But they, you know. this show started at like noon, <laughs> and he went on at like eleven thirty p.m. So like people had been there all day drinking. Oh, and, sure, yeah. And uh, they had a bunch of bands playing, and it was really cool. It was actually the oldest bar in Champaign-Urbana, uh, the Brass Rail, which I think I believe opened up in the early thirty. It was like nineteen thirty-one or thirty-two, I think. I've been there. I, I know I've been there. I, I know that. I know that name. Shauna, just fact check me. Nineteen thirty three. She has a koozie that says that. But yeah, it's the bar that's been o- open and operational the longest in the area. So it was pretty cool to go there for a what, what's that eighty seven, eighty eight years. Yeah, uh, to go there and um, get to see one of my favorite musicians from back in the day. Like I saw, obviously I saw him with Trey, but like way back in the day, I saw him play with Lawrence Arms and or or. Uh, and uh, I was to say, or like slapstick, or uh, I didn't see slapstick or Broadway's. Like he's he's got a lot. Broadway's. I mean, well, slapstick. I was listening to slapstick when I was in high school, so I didn't actually see them play until I saw them play at Riot Fest, and 
I think that was the first outdoor riot fest I went to, and I thought it was really cool. And they had a picture. They had a picture. Or they have a shirt that was for sale that said slapstick, and it had Boba Fett on it. And I wanted that shirt, but it sold out so quickly. And Jess actually tried to like make one for me, but it didn't. But it didn't work out. But that was a yeah. I remember that. That was like the first time I saw him live. Well, I also worked on a movie with him as well for like one day or two. He had like he he did an indie that he started that I worked on back way back when. Well, I was feeling like starstruck. I didn't really talk to him. Like I wish, kind of wish I had, but. The, the the covid stuff made the whole pandemic shit has just made me even more socially awkward than i already was so, yeah like i just kind of like I, a lot of people were talking to him and hanging out with him and actually there's like a whole little it's like a joke but we have a frat a downtown frat for the bars here and it's kind of like you get inducted into the frat and then you have this nickname but in a way it's actually i don't know it's ironic in a way but i don't know they've been doing this since like the mid 90s so i haven't been part of it for very long but I did get my frat name in like 2007, so I guess I've had it for like 14 years now. What is your frat name? Biloxi. Biloxi? Mississippi? Yeah. What does Biloxi mean? I don't know what it means. It's just a town in Mississippi. It's like a kind of like an Atlantic City kind of place, or like even like Peoria. It's got a lot of casinos and shit. Like (laughs) only only on the water. We we only have the water. Exactly. It's the paradise. Yeah, it's like it's. It's on the coast, and yeah, they've got like casinos out there. But anyway, he ended up getting a frat name, so that was kind of fun. Like they called him Rewind. So if you like go to his Twitter feed, you'll see him saying like, "My name is now Rewind." Like I don't know what that name means, but that was the that was the nickname he got. So anyway, that was cool. That was a cool thing I saw. I also saw the uh, saw uh, one of the people from Hum play Matt Talbot. I, I thought you were talking show. about um, when I saw Matt Talbot. I was thinking about Nathan Talbot from uh, mm. Midwest Gaming Classic. Just because the the name, the last name, mm-hmm. I was like, "Really? You saw him at the show? That's cool." <laughs> you know, because he wouldn't because he wouldn't go to MGC, but like maybe he was at the concert. So I don't know. This, uh, b- before I forget, this is just a complete side note. But uh, you know, Bright Eyes is going on tour this next year to twenty twenty two, and I was gonna they mm-hmm. they're actually they're actually playing at the Chicago Theater, and I was gonna like get tickets, like for Jess and I and. The tickets start at two hundred dollars, up to like fifteen hundred dollars. Nope. On the show floor, so. Nope. What the fuck, man? <laughs> it's so expensive. Yeah, it, for like a balcony seats, like way balcony in the back, is two hundred dollars. Yeah. What did we pay to see him when we saw him in like at the Metro three or whatever it was? That was like what, fifty like bucks or something bucks? like that, maybe. Or no, maybe it was. I, I thought it was like I, maybe it was like twenty or thirty. But that was that wasn't Bright Eyes. That was Taste Bracitos also. But when we did see. Bright eyes. Oh, oh, we saw bright eyes. What you mean, like when we? Well, when we went to go see them, we saw we, bright eyes before. When we uh, saw them at the empty bottle, and you and you out. like snuck yeah. in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you snuck in because it was twenty one and over. That was such a great like. Uh, that, that was such a great like uh, flip move that you did there. I can't even remember what I did, but it was like. Oh, uh, I remember it. I remember because it, like, it was legendary. Because because uh, yeah, my my mom bought me tickets for bright eyes for my birthday, and uh, I think I was like. 22 or something or just turned 22 and jeremy you were 20 right you were you weren't 20 yet 21 yet yeah i'm, I'm two two and a half years younger. and i think it was like i think the tickets were like 20 dollars each probably it wasn't expensive but i was just mm-hmm. like you know i was in college i didn't have any money and i was just like here you know uh, this is what i want for, well, for my birthday so she bought me two tickets and jeremy was like 
was like, okay, let's go and see if we can get in or not. Because it was a bar and we knew that it was 21 and over to get in. Well, I was on the, it was Will Call. So your name was like on a list that they were consulting, but my name was also on there. Well, we had, but I think we had tickets. I think we had actual tickets yeah. because that mm-hmm. was how you faked out the guy at the door. Because you, we, we walked in and I showed him my ticket and my ID. And he's like, go ahead. And he said, do you have your ID? And Jeremy says, I have a ticket. And he's like, okay, cool. Come in. And that's how I was you like, did oh, it. Well, you he, like he faked him out. Yeah. For me, so I just had it. Yeah. I thought. I thought you didn't I th- even check my ID. I thought you were like, well, I have a ticket, and he's like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, come in. So, you, so you like just kind of distracted him on the ID thing, and you didn't get ID'd, and then you were in there. But then that ended up being the night where we met like uh, Max or Thrax. You remember that guy who would do all the yeah, uh, do all the poems, and we ended up backstage with uh, Connor and Mike Mogus. And if you watch the Saddle Creek documentary. That's that like they filmed that. I don't think I don't remember if we're actually in there. We might be in there in the corner, but the actual like DVD that came out, the Saddle Creek documentary, that was like that. We were there, like you know, where, to where Mike Mogus like grip. pulled his pulled his balls out of his pants and all that stuff. Like that was all recorded yeah, and put brain. on and put on the documentary. And yeah, and I watched that documentary and I was like, holy shit, that that was the we were there at the empty bottle. I need to check that out. Yeah, yeah, I talked to the Greta, the, doc, the, the documentary is really good if you haven't seen it. Up. Yeah. Yeah, we we were just hanging out downstairs, and we thought that we thought that Connor was like just, just like everybody was just like dragging Captain. him around. Yeah. Like he seemed like so yeah. like like he, they're kind of treating him like an object or something. I thought he was kind of objectified because they're just like Connor, come over here in a picture, and he's just like what, whatever, you know. He just like seemed out of it, and you know. And I remember uh, I told him about how we saw him, I saw Dace Bracitos at the fireside, and how the drummer like threw the stick at my head and all that stuff. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> the drummer like threw the drumstick at me and it like hit me in the face. And I was like, Hey, I got the stick and I kept the drumstick, you know? And I was like, I got the stick that your drummer threw at me and it hit me in the eye. And he's like, at least you're not blind. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Connor said. But yeah, that's our bright eyes side rant there. Yeah. I miss those days when I felt a little more confident to talk to the musicians I saw because like, I don't know, for whatever reason I was a little star stricken, but. It was okay. Like I still had a good time. Like I ended up showing up very late in the night. In fact, I was designated driver, so I didn't really drink much, but I had like, you know, one or two the course of a couple hours. And uh and so maybe if I'd had that liquid courage, I would have talked to Britton Kelly a little more. Matt Talbot, who is actually locally based, so he owns a bar nearby. Like if I ever really want to talk to him, like it's not gonna be that hard. But anyway, yeah, some live music stuff. I mean I, I it's one of my favorite things aside from video games. We don't talk about it quite that much on the show, but you know, I love video games and live music. That it's, if I was making a list of my hobbies, they would be up there, but also played a lot of animal crossing this week. Just kind of checking in play five, 10 minutes a day. Still, still rocking it. Uh, I've, uh, I'm I've up to 16 gyroids. There you go. I've just kind of been playing it a little bit, like just to, uh, I don't know, just like the try to find stuff for Jess and stuff like that. You know, that's kind of, I still haven't touched Happy Home Paradise. It's uh, I, it's just like, I'm just waiting on it. I'm like, I have it. I got a lot of stuff to play, but whenever I want to play mm. it, it's there. So I'm back in briefly because my, I was playing games with my nephew and realized that somehow we'd never played Animal Crossing together. And so I started him up on the second account that I have on my Switch and now he's on my island, but he got a big kick out of making himself an Animal Crossing. That there was just like the right spot of his day. <laughs> that's cool. Glad he enjoyed it. I, th- I think Jess is getting pretty close to having a thousand hours on that too. Almost like Super Mario Maker 2 levels. Level. I've been monitoring it. 
It's getting close. It's going to happen. I'm not quite there yet with Animal Crossing, but I do like it. Uh, I, Sean and I played some more Family Feud on the Wii this week because it's just the best version we played, as I was saying last week. like It's just the most accessible, generation, fast-paced. Yeah. And uh, so we're just going through trying to get all the, you know, all the achievements or whatever they call them. I think they call them trophies or uh, something like that. Yeah, it's got its own name for what it is, but we're just trying to go through. So one of the ones was uh, you have to steal the round, which means like you either they win the toss up and then they like get all their strikes and then you get one right and then you steal all the points, you know, so when you do that, you basically, you just have to always pass. So even if you get the question right, you send it over to the computer and you just hope they don't get everything else right. So we were kind of doing that. And that was kind of fun and very nail biting because you're just watching this computer play and hoping they don't clear the board. So we did that for a while. That was fun. Uh, it's just, it's fun. I love the Wii. I think the Wii is one of the best systems ever made. I'll stand on that hill and then I guess eventually die, but <laughs> I think we. I think great. the Wii is pretty yeah. cool still. I'm, you I know, miss, I miss those pointer yeah. controls so much. You know, I, I always, I'm one of the people that gets angry when I hear because I've, you know, you hear a lot of podcasts be like, oh, you know, the Wii didn't really do anything, and I'm like, dude, there were so many good games on the Wii, and I owned them because yeah. I, because I bought so many fucking Wii games because that was the only thing I had at the time, and I bought all of the good ones. But I'm like, I feel like everybody just glosses over it so much and says there's no good games on it. I'm like. Did you never play House of the Dead Overkill? You're you're full of shit. You don't even know. Right. Not to mention it was the first or like Mad, to, or, or Mad World have... or like Deadly Creatures or any like they they were just all these weird, bizarre ass awesome games that were on the were on the Wii. So my argument for the Wii during the time of the Wii was that it's a system that is every other classic system practically. So that they collected all the different systems with the virtual console. Oh yeah, that, I mean that, I mean, that was were, like yeah. a legitimate argument that that it being for it being number one. Well, they were they were the first to do that, right? I, th- I think I feel like they were the ones right. to to start the virtual console. Like I know PlayStation I mean, Three didn't the, do it until after the controller itself turned into an NES controller where you turned it yeah. sideways. Like it, it was a nod to that from the very beginning. And I remember being so excited that there was going to be Sega Genesis games on there for purchase on the virtual console. Like I was so happy about that you know when it, i remember being excited about it when i first heard about it because yeah this which we've talked about before on various episodes but like the melding of like sega and nintendo and all that and being like like and this and you know that was how i was introduced to like all these sega games that i loved like uh, fantasy star 4 and uh beyond oasis like th- those were games that i played on a virtual console or or gunstar heroes like all these really really good games or like a shining force like all these games that i like never even played before but i was able to get them for a couple bucks and i didn't have that much money so i would just buy a cheap genesis game and just play through that and i'd be like this is awesome you know it's like going back to the 16-bit days but playing this other system that i never really played before so it was really it was a lot of fun for me you know i had had a lot of fun with those virtual console games well i did want to talk about my tablet a little bit you know my cheap little tablet i bought kind of inspired by trey buying it for basically exclusively for uh, marvel unlimited but i've just learned that i i like this thing like it's just great to have this separate device exclusively for consuming media it makes me a lot less stressed out when i'm using my phone like my phone's mainly for you know utility type things and stuff so and then when i go to work and stuff i'm not bringing all that stuff with me which i guess was the point of being able to do it but i mean i could bring my tablet with me but i don't do you have a case for your tablet yet i don't have a case yet I bought this one that's it has its own little kickstand built into it. It's pretty cool. It's pretty it's pretty rad. But I was a uh, I I brought my tablet with me 
to Peoria on the, on the shoot. I brought my laptop and the tablet. But I was, uh, I don't know, I saw that Fantastic Four was trending on Twitter, so I was reading a bunch of the new Fantastic Four stuff on it. And also I watched uh, wrestling on it. It's great as a portable TV. If you're at your mom's house and you mm-hmm. want to watch, uh, watch AEW, just watch it on here. And that's what I did. I used to think tablets were kind of expendable. You know, I've got an iPad. I've had one for know, four or five years now. But now I can't really imagine another way of, of just casually consuming media. You know, I read books on it all the time. And or I've got my, uh, what you call it, the the try one, hook it up by the bed and mm-hmm. watch movies in bed and stuff. Like I'm not going to bring my laptop to bed anymore because I've got this iPad, you know, it's, 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 that's really what it's for. What's best for is, is just consuming media. Yeah. I didn't really, I mean, I, I had, I had the very first iPad, like the Apple one and I didn't understand it at all. I'm like, well, it's just like a giant phone. Like, this is dumb. Like I can do all the same things on my phone, but it's bigger. But once I got into like reading comics digitally and all that, that was when I wanted one. I was like, well, I can read comics on my phone, which I do still, but it's nicer reading it on a bigger space, you know, like on a tablet. It's almost kind of like reading a real comic book, you know, because it's almost as big as the pages and all that. And originally I was going to get one that was like the size of a comic page, but that was just way too expensive. So I just went for Mm. made it less. I mean, it's very obvious, you know, this is not as good of a screen as on is is on my phone like the ppi or whatever they call it like it's not as sharp or whatever but it's fine like i had it out tonight and i was like doing dishes and watching like tv show which i'm still watching the boys i'm almost done with boys season two so i'll probably be be done with that show by the time oh you got through that pretty quick next week because then you just started i mean yeah i started last week but it's just one of those things like i'm like I don't know. I'm I'm surprised that I didn't, I didn't get a tablet sooner, but just like you, Trey, I just kind of thought it was, you know, it's just a big phone. Like I already have a phone. I don't need a tablet, but now that I have the tablet, I'm like, I'm just going to put all my like junk on there and like keep <laughs> my phone like for utility purposes mostly. And also I figured out how to like, you know, I can email my photos from my phone to the tablet and then post on social media from there you know so oh sure yeah yeah it, it has all the same utility it's just one extra step that i got that i have to do so it's kind of nice but uh i bought some accessories for five below i think i told everybody we got a five below here but you didn't get it that's a good story but you didn't get a case i didn't get a case yet they do have cases there but i bought and why my middle name was try to is because i got another they kind of really see it in the camera but I bought Put it in the a middle. very similar thing. Put it by your face. Oh, is it on? Oh, okay. Yeah, there it is. Oh, no, wait, no. I saw it for a second. That was enough. <laughs> I thought you were trying. It's just, I it's exactly it. the same as the Try one It's like um, the the uh, the uh, bendable metal thing Arm. that sticks out. Yeah, and then it clamps on. And the way I've got my uh, computer monitor set up here, it's on top of two uh, cinder bolts. And it clips onto the cinder block, so it's like super stable. And yeah, it works for the Switch and for my tablet. So now I've got an extra a third screen. I don't know if I'll actually hook it up in my bedroom or whatever. Yeah, I bought this device at five below for five bucks, and it's basically try the try one again. It works for both my Wii or for my Wii, for my Switch and for my tablet. So I've been using it a lot the past couple of days, and I really like it. You you could put your Wii mode in there, you know. You could put like four Wii motes in there, probably. It would hold all of them. Like your try one, just put the Wii mode in there. You know, it'll hold it for you. I guess so. Like you were saying, you're saying that he could use your Wii on it. It can hold your Wii. Uh, for for when we do our uh, our Twitch stream next week, 
uh, use your use your uh, tablet to watch the Twitch stream. It's that actually was a big game changer for me. Was using my tablet to watch when I was when I was twitching to like have that to monitor the comments, and it's way cooler mm-hmm. than using your phone because it's much bigger. But that also makes your phone available in case you need to like look up something while you're trying to play the game or whatever. So you have two screens going. Like I, I that was that was a game changer for me to to have both of those. And I actually, I guess because mine, because uh, mine in the case like doesn't quite fit the the try one. Because my case has the little kickstand, I just would put the kickstand like on the try one like that, and it would just kind of rest on it, and that's that's how I would do it. And it worked really well. Well, needless to say, I was happy that you know, just in the couple of years since the Switch came out, I guess coming up on five. When we I originally bought that thing, it was kind of like a niche product, and now you can just buy it at this place, like five below, just five bucks. Walk out of the store with the same thing that I had before pretty much just made by a different company. Um, I also bought a pair of really cheap, uh, I guess what you call knockoff AirPods. And I've never really wanted AirPods before. Oh, the like, little, the little dinky ear things. I never, I never cared to get the AirPods because they're so expensive, but this was eight bucks and eight bucks. they work fine. Oh. And they're, and they're they blue in their Bluetooth. Yeah, it's t- independent Bluetooth speakers. But you already—I mean, you already got your headphones that you love so much, though. That Shauna got for you. Your, yeah, your, these your don't sound nearly as good. These sound like way shittier. I—I I mean, eight, also the battery life is maybe like two hours. I was like eight dollar. That's pretty bad. I was like eight dollar Bluetooth has to be like garbage, like right, like eight dollars, like it's bad. It has to be, but it's also about <laughs> one twentieth of the price of a good pair of, of, of the uh, AirPods. So it's like. I might as well give these a try. I can see if you're listening to a podcast or just talking, talk, you know, not exactly. music, but that's why I bought them because here's yeah. the thing. Like I only need one earpiece for a podcast. Sure. While I'm listening to one, the other one's charging and then I can switch them out <laughs> and then the other one's charging. Oh, yeah, so but I've I mean, already but... done that with, yeah. a, with, I'm doing chores and stuff around the house, but yeah, I'll like take one out. Is that, is that in case your in case your regular ones don't work? Your good ones that you're wearing right now? You can it's use mainly those ones. for uh, <laughs> if I want to listen to a podcast when I go to sleep, I can just have the one in, and then I can like lay my head on the pillow because I sleep on my side. And uh, that, that it's is, also yeah, for that is true. In the event I like go to the grocery store, which I did today, I went to the grocery store and like I just had one of those in listening to a podcast, but I still had my other ear free in case somebody like tried to get my attention or whatever. <laughs> hey, and it just made the grocery experience a little less annoying or whatever because i like had a nice little podcast go sure but yeah mo- most of the time whenever i run errands i have well i mentioned it before i, I put the full the full years on because nobody because nobody wants my attention nobody gives shit about me out in the world well, I, <laughs> I just i, I just keep my headphones on and out. just don't talk to me yeah you wear a cap i wear like a i wear like you know a, a stocking cap a lot of the time and you can just pull it over your ears and people can't even see the oh. the thingy so like you can just kind of like go about your business i don't know i like it it's it was eight bucks and i just thought i'd mention it because i tricked out my tablet my cheap tablet with an additional 13 dollars <laughs> with more cheap stuff and technology yeah now it's just like yeah i'm living the budget life but i don't mind it it's great for what it is so yeah i played some more stardew valley of course it's great on the tablet i talked about that last week but uh still doing it though still rocking yeah, that I'm still playing that it. do i'm all I think I'm like uh, I think I have like five days left in spring. I've gone and I've done some stuff in the residential center, and I've made some progress. One game I did start playing finally today was Inside, 
which Great. John's talked about a lot on the show. And Trey, you bought it last week, I think, or you talked about buying it last week. Yeah, I got the. Did, so did did you already have it, or did you did you get the? Because yeah, we talked about I the Black Friday it. deal. Because I got the two dollar. We got it a while ago. Yeah, I bought it months ago and just never opened it or played it. I had played the demo, so up to a certain point, I had already played the game, and I knew, and I was getting serious deja vu at first. But within the first hour of playing it, I was like beyond the demo. And I've played it, I'd, I'd say I've put three or four hours into it. Like, it's really hard to put down once you really get into the meat of the game and you start kind of figuring out the, because there's a, there's an approach to puzzles that they want you to take and you kind of like, you'll have an epiphany moment and be like, oh, after a while, you'll kind of get what they want you to do ahead of time. But at first, it's just really weird. Mm-hmm. But I, I will say one thing about this studio, they do not give a damn about killing kids. In their <laughs> no, not at all. A lot of games like don't allow that. I think Grand Theft Auto is like a, a huge example of that. There's literally no kids in that game. Well, I mean, there was one, I was going to say one game, one Grand Theft Auto game that I, well, Grand Theft Auto like game that I liked was uh, Scarface, which was on Wii, uh-huh. what well, was on PS2 before that. But for anybody who's seen the Scarface movie, uh, spoilers anybody who hasn't seen it yet. but uh, the reason that scarface goes down is that he won't kill kids like there's a part with the with the where he's supposed yeah. to blow up the car and there's the kids in there and he won't do it and that game was like that made that a point where like you can't kill kids because they're like oh well, then we don't need to kill have any kids in here because because he wouldn't kill kids the character wouldn't so i go. think um yeah i mean there's a huge tv series breaking bad like one of the big like plot points that kind of directed the entire show after it involved a kid dying so like it's heavy stuff yeah. and i get that i'm not trying to like make a joke about it necessarily i mean it's kind of funny that they're just like whatever like we've got multiple games where we'll like let kids die in really uh gruesome ways but i still think it's just like i guess because you're the pr- protagonist like it makes sense in that regard you're not senselessly slaughtering children or whatever like your your character's dying failing yeah Exactly. Not only that, but but like when when the character dies, the the camera hangs on it for a while it afterward before it goes to the the retry, and also the sounds, the audio, uh, the audio design in that game is fantastic. Very squelchy. Feel like it's very squelchy, and you feel like the celery, the fully guy, the celery uh, breaking, like the bones and all that stuff. Yeah, you, you really feel it. And there's a lot of. Like you get eviscerated, you get a lot of stuff happens where I'm just kind of like, wow, like I can't believe this. I'm seeing this in a game, but like, I don't know. They, I, for whatever reason, they've made it tasteful somehow. I mean, because you're the protagonist, but yeah, I, I guess like this game's been out for a long time. And I think I've even gone on record before saying like it had shocked me with its violence just in the mm. demo. But playing further in the game, I'm like, wow, the stuff gets yeah. like, really heavy. And uh, it's great. And I, I'm, kind of surprised i didn't play through it sooner and in fact i think i'm probably going to play through limbo again after i get through this but i think i'm pretty far into it um i'm to the point where i've faced multiple times i've faced this character that immediately made me think of shimigami tensei (laughs) five yeah it's a it's a it's a character that looks a lot like the protagonist it's a child but they're like completely nude and they've got this crazy long hair, like longer than has, their feet. Like has the beautiful, around, yeah, the beautiful yeah. flowing. If they were walking hair. around on land, their hair would be like dragging on the ground behind them. You know, like it's crazy long, but they're exclusively aquatic and they want to kill you. And it doesn't matter if you're in a vehicle or swimming freely, they will kill you. They they can do that. So yeah, it's pretty, 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 truly terrifying. 
the foreshadowing in that game is fantastic because your first encounter with that character, it's just you're underwater and the character just sort of flitters across the screen. You're like, what is that? And then it's like, if you play the game continuously, maybe 30 minutes later that you actually like see the character. Um, first, you see this massive, you don't know what it is. And that's the hair you know, flowing all around it. But then you realize, oh, wait, that's like a kid. And it looks a lot like me. And oh, wait, now it wants to kill me. It's not friendly, you know. Um, but then there, there's parts throughout where the character like comes back. And every time you see that hit that the character is coming back, you're like, you tense up right away because you know that that's the relentless thing that just wants you dead. Oh, yeah. It makes me talk to the TV. Like, I'm like, ah, yeah. it's fucking kids here again. Like. And I know I'm going to die a bunch of times because of it. And then, mm. yeah, there's even a story element, which I don't want to ruin anything, but like they kind of like throw another twist at you with the kid. So I'm kind of far into the game, but um, I like it and I do plan on finishing it. So, yeah, kind of glad I finally booted up this game and started playing it today. Like when I had a little bit of extra time. One thing I had a funny idea about, and I'm surprised no one said this online as far as I've seen, but having played both uh limbo in this game now i'm like what's another game that's just a kid as a protagonist that's popular a boy in his blob what if the <laughs> studio made like, a boy in his blob game like a, a sequel to it like it, it could be really really good actually like could be yeah i bet it well uh they could they don't necessarily have to be as violent but they could still be twisted and demented with like the shapes that the blob takes you know you're uh right when you said that your cat was like almost like a blob behind you. It was like this it was like <laughs> right? There was like a you saw that, right? There was like a cat that like just ran up the wall behind you, almost like a spirit. I saw that, yep. And I was like, wow, Where? That's fucking weird. Like right up right by your head. I saw this like furry blob be like, like right up oh, there. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was freaky. Uh, well I was gonna say a boy in this blob, well, it is already on Switch, like the way forward one. But yeah, no, it'd be interesting to see that other part of it. Or like Alex Kid, like that's another one that's a, that involves yeah. a kid where you can make it all weird. Little Nemo, oh wow, Little yeah. Nemo, baby. or Little Nemo so wasn't that? Cool. That was supposed to be a new one of that too on Switch. Was supposed to be a new one. Yeah, I forgot all about that. I was, and also when you were talking about, uh, you know, when you see the kid, but then later you like remember the kid. It like it was just reminding me of Metroid Dread again, like seeing the, mm-hmm. you know, whatever they're called, which I can't remember the Emmys. When you see the Emmys again, and it's like the, you know, the song, and it's like, yeah, oh, it is this. similar to that, right? And you have the feeling because you know, yeah, what what's what's coming from it. I think I, I found Limbo, this, and maybe this to a certain extent had to have inspired uh, Little Nightmares because I do feel similar. Oh, absolutely. I think probably Limbo is sort of the. Yeah, I think it might be the originator of that kind of game. I, I don't remember playing a cinematic puzzle platformer anything like limbo before limbo like i could be i mean i could be wrong there was like if you want to say maybe like flashback or something like that but that was a little too crude i think the flashback Um, was never that scary though i don't think another world maybe but still not as scary i don't think yeah you're right i I think absolutely little nightmares owes a lot to limbo maybe blackthorn no (laughs) it's like well blackthorn was scary at the time but it wasn't yeah but it had nothing on limbo for sure one more thing i wanted to say about inside though was that that creepy character. Every time that character, there was the threat of that character showing up. Yeah, I was. I'd be sitting in my chair. I was playing in, in an office chair, and every time I just wanted, I found myself tucking my feet up, like 
because that character just it comes from below and mm-hmm. it's in the water and if you you want to get out of the water as quick as you can and i'm just pulling my feet up with my knees to my chin just to that feeling that there's something i grab my feet you know yeah it was Say, very, there is very a, there is a puzzle where you have to like dangle your feet in the water that i yep. did so like it is it, it's definitely like bringing back like you know like when i was growing up and i, like, I had to have my feet covered up because i thought someone was going to grab my feet in the middle of the night the monster under the bed yep yeah. yeah that's like well i i would always i never wanted to sleep with my hand like hanging and i still don't do it actually mm. like having any sort of part of me hanging off of the bed i don't like to oh, do yeah, that because something can get it you know i want everything wrapped up like with the i don't do that yeah i don't sleep with my hands like out because like a friend of mine when i was in grade school told me about how like his brother's friend like snuck up on him and like grabbed his hand or whatever while he was asleep and i was like oh no i don't want my hand out somebody somebody nope. could get me that's pretty much it for me this week though uh i did some shopping but i can't really talk about it yet yeah, i did some shopping too and that's uh gonna be just about it for me is what i bought for uh, christmas gifts for my nephews i bought uh i bought one of them some mario figures from jack Pacific. it's one of those uh articulated posable marios Mm-hmm. Um, from uh, Odyssey, he's got the cappy head on and all that stuff. Cool. Um, I bought my other nephew. Wanted to get him a physical game because I, I always get him digital games. I just wanted to get him something he could open there in front of us. Sure, yeah. And uh, so I got him uh, the Blob Two because I, I enjoyed the Blob on Wii, and uh, two was good price, and and I'm sure it's just as good as the first one. Um, and then I bought my other nephew a Nerf Fortnite Blaster. Yeah, so it looks like the Fortnite blaster from the game. I was going to say, as long as you didn't buy him that Nerf game, because apparently it's really bad. The mm-hmm. the the Nerf like uh the Nerf uh, first person shooter game that's on on Switch got like a two on IGN or something like that. Apparently it's really wasn't that on really, the Wii really, really as well, and it had its own like profile and everything. No, I mean this is a new one. This is a new ver. This is a new mm-hmm. like Nerf blaster first person shooter game, and apparently it's awful. Got really really bad reviews. But this is an actual Nerf thing. It's not like the Nerf game. Yeah, that's it for me. All right, well, uh, let's take a break, and then we'll come back and talk about news and 2021 and all that stuff. Be right back. Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! Nintendo main expansion pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. 
that's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! Whoa! 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 He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Ah! Ah! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! from the break and um let's talk about some of the games that came out this week because there's actually uh it's another pretty big week as far as stuff goes life is strange true colors is coming out for 59.99 um i don't really know that much about life is strange i know people like it it's a capcom game too right and um i I was uh one of the one of the pot one of the um youtube people that i follow switch up they did a review of it and they said they called it what grand theft auto definitive edition should have been the Life is Strange review. So, <laughs> so, so apparently they think it's been done really well on the Switch. So that does intrigue me a little bit. And and I know it's like, it's different from most games. It's kind of more of like a story-driven thing and all that. Uh, 12 Minutes, which got nominated for a bunch of shit. Uh, that went on sale this week for $24.99. Uh, Loop Hero, that's another one that's also nominated for Game Awards tomorrow. $14.99. Uh, we talked about this one before. Sam and Max Beyond Time and Space that came out this week for nineteen ninety nine. Monster Hunt, Monster not Hunter, uh, Monster Rancher one and two came out this week for twenty nine ninety nine. Which that one I was like, I'm into, but I'm like, I got so many RPGs, I don't need another one. Like I, I can wait on this. I can wait on this to like find out what the Spin Doctor CD would be in Monster form or something like that, you know. Uh, <laughs> but I but. It, I mean, it did get a pretty good review from what I saw, so whatever. This other one I thought was kind of interesting. I don't know if it's going to be good or not, but uh, Super Impossible Road, made by Rogue Games. Kind of looks like a sort of um, like sort of F-Zero, but like completely off the track where you're, you know, it's Impossible Road. So it's going to punch, it's going to jump you off, but you can do like shortcuts and stuff if you like get your way back on the track at a different time. I don't know. I thought it looked okay. For the rogue game stuff that are on there. And they've actually been putting a lot of shit on there. I thought it looked all right. But I want to put this on here because I think this is a talking point for us. But uh, Paper Mario is getting added this week for the Nintendo Switch Online, Nintendo 64. And uh, what the fuck, man? I thought we were going to get like all only, the new, I thought we were going to get all the new ones at the same Paper time. Yeah. Just one. And this is, well, I think this is really important because I'm, I'm sure you saw like in the Slack news I posted or you saw it elsewhere. That uh that PlayStation is like starting their own uh, Game Pass. They're st- mm-hmm. they're starting their own thing, and this is like Nint- well, th- this isn't necessarily Nintendo's response to this, but at the same time, versus the Game Pass is Nintendo's like 
And here's one game from the N64 games that we promised. Out of like the 10 extras that we promised. Here's one. Like one for the month, one for the year. Well, the year's almost over. And this is like, are yeah, we? This is the premium the, subscription. Yeah. Too. This isn't like yeah. right, standard fare. It, Maybe this is, all, this is a one off just because for this particular release, it had to be paper thin. Just one. I know, but it, but it kind of pissed me off because I, I feel thought. paper cut. Yeah right. <laughs> well yeah yeah and because uh yeah because we already like a lot of this we are, we already paid for it. It's like well we already paid for it because we wanted these ones that already came out last month. But it's like really this is what you're gonna do this like on the second month you're gonna just you're just gonna drop us one game a month. This is how yeah. I mean I I wasn't that pissed about the about the expansion pass or pack or whatever. But I mean I'm sure the people that were pissed off before are way more pissed off now. Where it's like. I mean, they were like... They need a plan. They need a fucking plan. They need to tell us what they're doing. Where they dropped like a bunch of games at once initially, and then, you know, you're getting like batches of games on like at least a monthly basis, it seemed. And like, it's so strange that now here's this new thing that you pay a bunch more for. We're going to give you way less initial titles than we did for the the, the lesser tier. And apparently we're going to eck out one a month, maybe? Yeah, I remember the virtual console when it was every week. Wasn't that nice? Yeah, well, it was every week for what, like a couple years or something. But I mean, well, well, I was like, you know, what Jeremy, what Jeremy was saying, even compared to like the original, the first like Nintendo Switch Online stuff, like the Super Nintendo and the NES. Mm-hmm. At least it was like it took a while before it was like one game, and I don't think it ever really was one game because there was still like an NES one and a Super Nintendo one. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't just like one thing, and it's like. I just felt like kind of, I felt like I was betrayed here <laughs> on this one because, uh, you know, we saw the video. We saw like where it's like, oh, yeah, like, uh, you know, you're, you're going to get like, um, you know, you're going to get like Banjo Kazooie and you're going to get uh, Mario Party and all these other ones. And, and well, not, well, Mario Party was rumored. We didn't actually see Mario Party, yeah. but Mario Golf and like these other ones that are good. And Kirby's, uh, you know, the 64 and all that. And then, and then when they say they're going to drop it, they're just like, just paper mario and i'm like i'm like fuck you man like really like fuck and the you. drop day you gonna, yeah. is <laughs> like the second week of december it's like all right well this is going to be all we get for 2021 i guess yeah no I, it is no i'm not gonna yeah. are they gonna drop more surprise like around christmas or whatever like i maybe, I, but I don't think so i i i don't either this is me predicting it on the show i mean we only got a couple weeks left in december but uh nintendo i love you but you piss me off so much i remember waiting a year for majora's mask back in 1999 to 2000 i don't want to do that again (laughs) well i mean i i I felt like but you understand i mean they kind of twisted i feel like they twisted what they were trying to say to us in that video where they're like here's Mm -hmm. the ones that are coming out and here's the ones that are coming gonna come out after that so me stupidly i guess thought that these were the two drops like we were gonna have this drop and then we're gonna have this drop and then maybe they'll give us one a month after that right i feel like they were kind of trying to manipulate us in that way to make us think that like we were gonna get all these other games you know in the the next like month or two but then we just get paper mario i'm like "Uh." the whole thing is sketchy because not only did they you know charge a bunch extra for okay 64 i kind of get but sega you know (laughs) yeah cool i mean i know like we we all had it. it Sega, we, we all had it already. For the most but part. it's like 
I mean, that was what that was announced for the Wii Virtual Console very early on. Like, yeah, so it, well, it at the beginning before like, the Wii was even out, they announced that Sega games were going to be on there. So it wasn't at all a surprising thing. It wasn't at all like an earth shattering thing that we were finally getting Sega games. There was already a collection that you could buy that went yeah. on that goes on sale all the time. So uh, not only that, but they used the Trojan horse of the Animal Crossing dlc right like they're really like desperate to sell the subscription it seems and they're not willing to pay you out for what you put into it and it makes me very upset because come on it's the holiday season like people have more time off they have more time to play these classic games like give us more than just paper mario come on right all they need is consistency like if it was one game every two weeks okay if i knew that it was going to be every two weeks great Mm -hmm whatever it is just like let me know the plan yeah that's what i'm saying we make it a consistent plan give, give us a plan can you tell us like what your plan is like and especially like in the face of like game pass and now playstation trying to do their own game pass it's like this is what you have nintendo just one game like can you just tell us like and not like sort of lie to us because like i was saying that video really made it seem like the next drop was going to be all those extra games that they showed on there so what the fuck? You're going to stretch this out for the next like seven months? And then maybe we'll get Mario Party 1 or something on there? Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, uh, I don't know. I felt like I was lied to. Paper Mario is a great game. Don't get me wrong. And it's a it's a game that can definitely take up some time. And it would be a good holiday game, I guess, to play. But uh, why can't you just make it three games? But what I mean, <laughs> but I mean uh, when I was looking at that. Make it li- like three different genre games. I mean, when I was looking at that list of games, and I even posted it on Twitter, the one I was really looking forward to was the Banjo-Kazooie, was Banjo-Kazooie being mm-hmm. on there. And it, and I feel like somebody probably would have seen like Mario Golf or Kirby or whatever else on there, and they were like, I wanted that one, not Paper Mario. And now you're just giving me Paper Mario. Right. You, you know, it's like, I feel like everybody got disappointed in their own way on this. I thought that had been by like the end of the year, all those games would be out. I, I, I didn't most th- of those games. I, I didn't think it'd be by the end of the year, but I but I felt like the next dump was going to be all of those games that they showed, and then after that, maybe they'll do like one or two a month, and it'll get into maybe that's that a like, sign of a, a drought to come that they're holding off on this dump. Well, because you know there was that uh, data mine that showed all those extra games on there, so I'm like, okay, they're going to drop the ones that we know about, and then maybe they'll do like two a month, like through whatever the rest is on there. But there was a lot of space in there, so I was like, oh, cool, there's a lot of 64 games coming. So I'm fine with like a couple a month or maybe even one a month, aside from what you already showed. But the fact that you showed us all those games and then you only gave us one of us, one of them, I feel like that's, that's, I mean, arguably, that's deception right there. Short of Majora's Mask, which people probably want more, probably like one of the most like content-rich games they could have given us, you know. You don't get me wrong, like they made a good choice if they were just going to drop one, but I totally feel like I was built, especially because like I said the Trojan horse of the Animal Crossing content, and then now you've got like, well, sucks to be you. Guess what? One game. <laughs> you know, it really feels <laughs> where, like, where? yeah. You're like, you were right to be skeptical, but fuck you anyway. You already paid for, for it. So. You already paid for the year. Now, now we, now be you're ready for one game, at, one, one game a wow month. You. <laughs> Exactly. Now you're going to start holding out hope that no, Nintendo's just you know taking their time to do it right, and by th- by this time next year, we're just going to be like, I'm so glad I subscribed. But part of me is also like, there's some corporate person that was like, 
you have to sell this many copies of the premium subscription. Do what you have to do to do it. It doesn't matter the consequences, you know, like it does feel really shifty. Yeah, I was. I, I mean, I never, I didn't give him the benefit of the doubt on this one. I was like, I just see like there's like one guy. I where, want to. Where it's like, I, they, where they're like, all right, all right, we didn't. Okay, we we didn't sell as much of the expansion pack as we thought we would, but you know what we're gonna do? We got an ace in the hole over. We got it, and here it is, Paper Mario, Paper Mario, everybody, Paper Mario, and then that's and that's supposed to like mm. get people to get it. Like maybe they originally planned on making it free with uh if you bought a uh, uh, color splash or whatever the hell it was called what was the newest one called Origami, oh, Origami King. King they should have made it free yeah. so you would get to play like a game that's better than that garbage <laughs> I mean you played you played through all of it you know I I didn't even play but any I of wonder it. I if just that knew wasn't that I was like, like I don't want to do it yeah that they already had ready to rock like that far back yeah yeah i don't know it's just it's just yeah it seems so shady it's like come on pure speculation on my part and what and what sucks is uh and i'm already thinking about this in my head you know because the 64 game paper mario already didn't look that great on the original 64 and you know it's gonna look way worse on the nintendo Mm. switch online because of the uh you know because the no fog and all that stuff and and i said it before like star fox 64 i thought was one of the best looking games of all time but when you took all the fog away looks like shit like it, you know, you could see all the seams between everything, and there's like white lines all over the place. And, and I love that game, but it's yeah, kind of looks like garbage now. <laughs> so I mean, agreed. So Paper Mario is probably going to look really bad too. But I'll probably play it for a minute. Jeremy will probably play it longer. I'm surprised you you hadn't been playing uh, Ocarina of Time this this week. I have, but I still haven't finished the Water Temple. Mm. I mean, I didn't even bother bringing it up because I've gotten like two keys. Because you were sad that you still hadn't made it through. Because it's still such a drudge. Such a slog. It is. Yeah. I thought about like looking up a, a guide to just get get it done with, but I'm still trying to figure it out. And obviously my if my sixteen year old self could figure it out, then I feel like my nearly three times as old version of myself should do the same. <laughs> I mean uh, I mean when I was a kid, I mean well, I mean you were you were older than sixteen when it came out. It came out in ninety eight. Oh, no, I no, wait, you know, never mind. I was thinking of Majora's Mask because we actually knew each other when Majora's Mask came out. And I was like, you I was actually that, 15. I was like, you weren't that young. <laughs> I turned 16 within a week of the game coming out. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, well, yeah, because I guess you weren't at, you weren't at LCC yet when that game did come out. But I, I honestly didn't really, you know, I didn't really, I wasn't bothered that much about the, about the boots until like people brought it up later. And I was like, yeah, that was kind of annoying, but it wasn't like, I don't well, the time know, we didn't know. Same. Yeah. That people were, you know, because it was just like Mario 64, like they were charting new ground. So they were charting new sure. water temples. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, it's funny because, I, you know, I, I like I like water stuff for the most part. But this just talking about this just reminds me of how much I hated the water temple from Skies of Arcadia. That was like another thing that I hated. I was like, yeah. that water temple sucked. And I love that game. There's love, some really cool. love all water the other parts, but that, that water part temple is dumb. Inside does some cool stuff with water that I really like. But the water, the water temple in Majora's Mask is really good because they actually utilize both of the arrows. Because mm-hmm. because the arrows, because the one arrow you only get at the end of Ocarina, and you don't really use it for anything. But but in Majora's Mask, you actually have to use both arrows, the fire one and the ice one, and they do some really cool stuff with it. And that gets like carried over into uh, 
Wind Waker as well. Yeah. So I mean, I, I loved, I I love the. In fact, the, you get yeah. you get the fire and ice arrow at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah, you do in, in Wind Waker. But but I I love I love the ice temple and and Majora. Like I I was like, oh yeah, this is really good. Also makes me sad because Majora's Mask mm-hmm. still not there. But uh, do you want to do you want to talk about 2021 for a minute about the year of 2021? Because like I said, uh, next week is our 300, and then after that is uh, best games of the year. So I thought it'd be fun to just kind of reminisce of this year that we've had here. That's a little bit better than 2020, right? I feel like uh, I mean for me, I feel like 2021 has had a lot of releases, like a lot of stuff that I really liked, and like some games I played too much maybe, and some I didn't play enough of. As most years, but but I was uh, I was thinking about it earlier, and I was like, 2021, we got Mario Party Online twice, <laughs> one yeah. after another, because they because remember they waited put they waited on putting one more it surprising into, than the other. Yeah, the, well, they waited on putting it into Super Super Mario Party, and then we got Mario Party All Stars or Super the, Superstars, Party, which had it there later. The Super Mario Party Edition was like in the the dead of the night. It was like five in the morning or whatever, like. They're like, oh, by the way, you can play online with your friends now in this game that came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird, but also I was like, oh, you can play online? I want to play online. I want to play random online people. And they're like, no, you can't do that. And I'm like, huh. But then later, <laughs> when they did the other Mario Party, you could finally get to that. It's like, it's like, oh, we forgot about that. Oh, yeah, we should do that, too. Like, everybody was like, oh, no, why can't we do this? I mean, I immediately bought the game. Like, it was like the wee hours of the morning, and I was like... I said I would buy this game if they added online. I have to. And I bought it, a used copy on eBay. I wanted a physical copy. And uh, it was also cheaper than sure. the eShop at the time. And uh, I was happy I did. We played it a few times with you and Jess. And like you know, that probably already paid for itself in the fun we've had with it. And so what I played of uh, you know, the one you had, what's the newest one called? Our All-Stars? Superstars. I, I said, I or fucked that up because I said, said All-Stars. No, it's, it's Superstars. Um. It's fun, and I do want to buy it eventually, and I'm going to look for it to go on sale, just like Super Mario Party, because the main person I'm going to play it with is you, Trey. So, I mean, as if I'm not hanging out with you, then I'm not really going to be playing it much anyway. But you can play it online against strangers, which is fun in its own it's way. true. I did have a lot of fun so with that. So maybe I'll get it sooner. I did have a lot of fun with playing it online by myself, and that's what I really wanted from the first update to Super Mario, well, the other Mario Party. I really wanted that, so... But I mean, but what's what the reason that the, any of this happened, that the Mario Party happened and the Superstars happened was because of Monster Hunter Rise. Monster Hunter Rise fixed Nintendo's internet to a point, I guess. Or they made it better. Like that was that was a big deal that happened this year for sure. Is it Monster Hunter Rise, which what came out in March, I think, of the year? Mm-hmm. They uh that was the whole reason that the internet got better on the Switch was working with Capcom and making Monster yep, Hunter Rise servers, right? Yeah, so they had they finally the, changed their servers the from servers like the original seventies ones or whatever they were. They were running on like Windows CE or something from nineteen ninety four or something like that. I thought it was from like nineteen seventy three or something like that. Because you know Nintendo had internet before the internet existed in America, mm-hmm. but but it was like yeah, the server it was, was a TI eighty six graphic calculator. It was really <laughs> it was really really fucking old, and it's like thankfully yeah, Monster Hunter was the one. They brought it around, and there were two, and there were two Monster Hunter games. And I was just thinking about it earlier today. I was like, because we had, you remember, we had Eddie on here from uh, from Nintendo Power Block and uh, Boss Rush mm-hmm. and all that stuff, and he was talking about how like Monster Hunter Stories Two was going to be the one to like bring everybody into Monster Hunter, and 
And that's like the one of the games on my list that I was like, man, I wish I would have played this game more, you know, because I so much other stuff came out around it and distracted me from it. But it wasn't that big but hit. Rise? It oh wasn't the, God, it wasn't the big hit that I thought it was going to be. But yeah, Rise actually brought a bunch of people into it. Actually, I was uh, I was working with a friend that I worked. Really- I was working with a friend that I worked with on a on that other movie earlier in Abu Dhabi and all that. And I was talking to him and uh, about video games or whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, I bought I bought my nephew uh, Monster Hunter Rise because you said it was cool." And I'm like, "Really? You, you bought?" It? I was like, "Is he into Monster Hunter now?" And he's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh wow, okay." So like, you even he got it as a gift, like to be like, "What's cool on Switch?" And I was like, "Monster Hunter." So he bought it for his, you know, for his nephew and all that. And yeah, that's a game I really want to play again for the for the game of the year stuff. Me too. But I was thinking about, like, I, I feel like a lot of the stuff that was announced in Nintendo Directs, like, have actually happened, right? Like, because there was, like, well, there's Metroid Dread. Like, that was a huge thing, like, bringing Metroid mm-hmm. back. Not to mention, like, I was looking at I was looking at all of our episodes and all of our titles and stuff. And going all the way back to, like, what, like, January was John's favorite game, Hitman 3. Yep. Hitman yep. 3, like, to happened at, like, the very beginning. Forgot. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot that it was this year. So, yeah, I mean, no surprise. It's going to be on my list. Hey, don't spoil it for us. Well, it was. Well, yeah, I figured that'd be your big one. But I mean, but that was like at the very beginning. And like, not to mention uh, Bravely Default 2 as well, which I thought I felt like I felt like Bravely Default got the I shaft. That was last year. No, Bravely Default came out in February of this year. Wow. So that was this year. Yeah, it was very early release, like before before Rise even. Right. Yeah. For Monster Hunter, so and I and I felt like Bravely Default got the shaft on, uh, well, as most things did on the on the Game Awards. But I was like, why is this not in the RPGs? Because uh, Bravely Default Two, I thought was really good, like really good. Like I had a lot of fun with it. I played. I mean, I made it through the first credits. It's one of the few games I beat this year. So you know, I didn't get to the second credits, but I it really enjoyed getting to the first credits, which I still it's still in the back of my mind. I do want to go back to it. You know. But that was that was like a killer game right off the bat. I feel like there was like there was a lot of like early release stuff, maybe stuff that got carried over that was supposed to be from twenty twenty mm-hmm. originally. You know. Oh yeah, the, the the top of the year was ha- really happening. There's a lot going on, and uh, and it kind of petered out the summer. But then like October or was it September? Or October like got crazy again, where like just all this shit was coming out. Um, and twenty twenty one's been pretty incredible like this is the fifth year i guess 17 yeah this is the fifth year of the switch and uh that system s- shows no signs of slowing down um it's become the new ps2 in a lot of regards like <laughs> i don't think it's yeah. going to hit those numbers but it's give it give it give it time the eclipse you give know, it time eclipse, we have a 10 year life cycle give it time eclipse it's going to come around this year which is pretty incredible i would say um, which is like the PS2 of Nintendo system, you know, other than, obviously the original NES, but because it had such a long life cycle, like that's a big reason why. But man, uh, this for me, this was the year of like moody, bizarre indie games. Like it, I, I'm starting to realize I have a certain flavor of game I like and and I'm starting to realize that I don't necessarily fault games for having certain flaws if they like hit these emotional buttons for me and this year i had no shortage of that like uh you know a garden story eastward like those games happened around the same time both of those games like they're very i mean they're very naturalistic but at the same time they're they're almost nihilistic like i guess the, those kind those things are kind of similar and 
as far as worldviews go, but I don't know something about this year, like kind of like reminds me of, I guess what was it, 2018 when we got Celeste? Yeah, yeah, those. I'm kind of feeling. I'm I'm feeling similar vibes that I felt that year. Well, I mean, uh, there's these games that that I like because of how they made me feel more than like the experience itself or the you know how it you know use the hardware or whatever. Like these games that I just feel like touched my soul. Well, I mean, I mean there's games that do that, and they they're the ones that stick you with you the longest. Sure. Well, I mean, I I feel like Nintendo like one of I mean, one of the Nintendo Switch's like strongest points is indies, right? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like that is what that's a big part of what made them like a, a you know a viable system, or whatever. When it came out, was because all right, you know, we're gonna have the same thing where we have our Nintendo stuff, and they made sure they're like, okay, you're gonna get like a first party Nintendo game like every month for like the first six months or whatever. But I feel like the indies really filled the gaps, and you heard a lot of stories about. About indies, indie companies like selling much more copies of the game on the Switch than they did before. I mean, we've even had guests on that have talked about the bolster that, you know, moving over to the Switch did. Like, it really is, there is no doubt the reason the Steam Deck is happening is because of the Switch. Oh, yeah. Because 100%, 100%, Steam was like, yeah. oh shit, we need to do this ourselves. We well, they're like, well, yeah. The Switch. Because because they because they like used they're to just be the, over all our games and and uh-huh. doing a great job. Well, they used to be the place for indies, right? But they're like, oh wait, but now mm-hmm. the Switch is the place for indies because you can play it portable. So mm-hmm. fuck, we need to make our own portable thing that's maybe going to come out at some point. You know, we don't know when, but we're going to try to somehow get some of that. You know, some of some of that thing. So yeah, but it's absolutely the same thing that happened with you know the PS Move and the. Uh, What's the, what was the fucking Xbox camera called? The Connect. Next. Connect. Like it's wrong. totally the same thing all over again. It's just yep. with Steam. Like they're jumping like, on the bandwagon. They're the suckers this time. Yeah. Not to mention we had a Mario Thirty Five was this year too, right? Or was that last year? That was, was last that, year. Was it last year? Oh, well, I mean, Pac Man ninety nine was this year for sure, but I couldn't remember. Yeah, last year, Mario Thirty Five was this year. Yeah, it died this year, but, but it, it ended this year. year. Yeah. This year was Zelda. So we got like the, uh, you know, we got the Game of Watch and we got Skyward Sword remake and we got. Um, Surprisingly, no anniversary celebration, though. We got the, well, the Game of Watch. Sword, we was, got, yeah, was the celebration, but, I guess. The Game of Watch yeah, was the big thing. We wanted a, a celebration in the vein of Mario 35 lasting, mm. what, four months or whatever, how long it yeah, was. Yeah, we wanted and, a Zelda 35. We wanted a. Uh, well, we got the Game of Watch, which we kind of predicted. I'm I'm so happy that it was on my bingo card. Like <laughs> that I yeah. predicted the the Zelda Game of Watch. Like I wasn't alone in that, and it wasn't an original thought. But I felt so fucking Nostradamus like when I crossed, I put that X through that on my bingo card. <laughs> I was pretty happy to see. Uh, well, because I I called out Shin Megami Tensei Five, which Shin Megami Tensei Five has been in development as long as the Switch has, pretty much because yeah. they showed. Well, footage, not actual footage of the game, but they showed a teaser for Shin Megami Tensei Five when the Switch was first premiered. So it was like it's been in development as long as the system has been in development. So that's pretty cool that that finally came around, I think. And even like as far as like other indie stuff, I was looking at some of our episodes, some of our early episodes, like Cyber Shadow, like that was one that we played, uh, Solus 128, not to forget, uh, 
which that episode that we interviewed Tom was uh, two fifty six, but that was this year. That was in uh, this is the beginning of February, which is why I made the joke that I was like, next time he's on, it'll be episode uh, five twelve, and he'll be doing Solus two fifty six. Well, or, yeah, we have to wait till. No, I guess we already did two fifty six. You know, I I get it. Took me a minute. And uh, Voitech as well from uh, Hyper Strange was there for the um, for the crossbow the crossbow game. I'm still I'm still waiting on that. Uh, what was it that? Um, what's the game? What's the name of that game? I have the game. Jolly uh, Roger. No. Uh, Lancer. No, no, no. The one, the other one they were doing in the future. Uh, postal. Oh, uh, I'm still, postal, yeah. I'm, still oh, waiting, yeah. I'm still waiting on their postal game at, at some point. But yeah, not to mention yeah we also had the we had the Jolly Roger. Uh, even though I thought that was last year, the 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 pirate game it may have been. And you know, yeah, Jet Lancer was definitely last year. I think twenty twenty and twenty twenty one really bleed together. And yes, they do. It's okay. That's that, that that's the case. But we also got hit hard, like Trey was saying earlier. At the at the, at the turn of the year, we were just getting all these drops. So it really was kind of a carryover from the pandemic like delay. And now I think we're almost back on track, but I do kind of foresee a, like a dump of stuff in the fiscal 2022. When don't forget, I was saying, and don't forget about like subnautica. Like that was a game yeah, that came I out that we played a lot of. Subnautica. I still want to go back to that game. <laughs> I still have I great memories of that game, but I'm super intimidated by it. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I don't remember where I was, but I'm sure I could figure it out. But it was really cool. I had a lot of fun with it, and it was fun that we were both playing it. And it was like, that was that, it was like right before I did that movie in Abu Dhabi. Uh, I had mm-hmm. this like cool, like, um, where I was playing like Shin Megami Tensei 3, and I was playing Megami Tensei 1 on NES, the Famicom version, and Subnautica, and I was just playing, and I was streaming like all of them on different days of, of the week, and that was really cool. And then I left and ran out of time but <laughs> then i started working around out of time but i was like i had this cool uh streaming thing going on and all that and we had the pro rumors and then the oled came around not to mention uh jeremy was the ambassador on this but don't forget about a uh, game builder garage that was like kind mm-hmm, of like right. the kind of the death nail well pretty much the death nail of labo right that was the end of labo because also it was, mario maker i would say yeah, well, and not, not to forget, uh, was it Bowser's Fury that was this year as well? Like that, yep. that came around, even though it was tacked. Which to I wish game, would, but I wish that, that should be. Yeah, I really wish that was an independent release because it's worth twenty bucks by itself easily. I mean, it was in, uh, it's in like the Family Games on, uh, on, uh, on the Game Awards. So somebody mentioned it. Mario Golf, Mario Party, two Mario Parties. You know, I, th- I thought, I thought it was a pretty good year. And we were talking about, uh, we were talking about the Game Awards last year, last week. And about like you know you're like oh they did so much la- so much more last year, and uh, they actually already nominated uh, Breath of the Wild two as the most anticipated game last year, and it didn't win. It lost to Elden Ring. So <laughs> so now I kind of feel like an idiot. Where last week I was like you can never beat Breath of the Wild two, but maybe maybe that maybe since it's been a year and there's more anticipation around it, maybe it can win this time. Well, but, also, but, like, but last are... year was also like Hades. Like Hades won a bunch of shit, so that what? was a oh Hades like thing. Yeah. fucking swept it out. And yeah. they deserved to. They deserved it. And that was on Switch, like exclusively at the time. So that was like what, like, kind of went like through a lot of that. I wish not that I hate it, hate Hades because I love Hades, but I almost wish Hades came out at the turn of the year this year because 
I kind of wish Moon would have been my game of the year last year, but Hades fucked that up. I was like, uh, well, uh, so you, you wish you wish that Moon would have happened again, and not to mention stuff that we have. I mean, there's stuff that we haven't even mentioned that's probably not going to be on anybody's list. But we had a new WarioWare this year. Uh, yeah. Something yeah. that's spoiler is going to be on my list. Uh, no More Heroes Three came. We we finally got the third game of the of the trilogy, which we didn't know was going to be a trilogy. Like, uh, Islanders and uh, uh, what was the golf game? The uh, Oh, uh, golf club wasteland. Golf club wasteland. Yeah, yeah. and uh, well, and yeah, and like the hype for 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 a Metroid Dread. Like we were playing all the old Metroid games and Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. That that happened as well. Songs for a Hero. That was funny. What about <laughs> yeah. Delta Rune Chapter Two? I still haven't played it, but we just kept predicting it, and it, it exists. It's right there, sitting on my Switch. Midwest Gaming Classic came back in 2021. I mean, that's pretty recent, but Trey and I saw each other physically for the first time in almost two years that's right yeah we did see each other <laughs> we saw finally yeah. we finally were in the same space we we slept in the same room we drank the same headache juice no oh, uh whiskey yeah 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 so it was we also it. got to see nate and we got to meet kate and we learned that they met in france and that was super romantic i loved hearing that story that's oh yeah it was cool and we get to play mario party uh four player in the same room. Now there's a Nintendo 64 wireless controller that you can buy for the Switch. It's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> incredible. It's one of my favorite. We have those. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't played bought. it in a while. But I have a Nintendo the, Sega controller. Yeah, John has yeah, a Sega controller also. So there's there literally go. a Sega Genesis controller that says Nintendo on the back now. It's nuts. And it's well worth the money. Yeah. There's an app where you can just watch uh, Pokemon shows on the Switch, which I keep forgetting it's there. The Pokemon TV we got app. Twitch on Switch. Twitch on Switch, which doesn't work very well, but apparently, but it's on there. Uh, Cruise. There's a new Abed Doe Cruising came back. Has- Cruising oh. Blast. Mm-hmm. Which turned out to be one of the favorite games of my house. Like, we love that game. Cruising Blast is really good. Week. I guess, I, didn't, I, guess I forgot to mention that, but yeah, it became a, a game that my partner and I play together. Like, we love it. It's oh, I showed it to my nephew, and it, it was funny because I was telling him i've got a game for you that i know you're gonna love and he says he's six he goes does it have dinosaurs and i said yeah i said no I, I forgot but i said it does That's not dinosaurs it's, it's a racing game and he says i like dinosaurs better than cars and then so we booted up the game and he saw the dinosaur on the menu and i remembered oh yeah you can play as a dinosaur and it just blew his mind that it was a dinosaur racing game i was gonna say uh, he saw this i was gonna say you, you uh you failed him because there's like a whole cup based around dinosaurs in the game. So uh, I know because there's like the dinosaur one and there's the UFO one and the storm one. So, I mean, there's, there's definitely a lot of dinosaurs in the game. So, uh, and yeah, you can race as it as the triceratops as well, but yeah, but yeah, though, there's they lean heavily the into place. the nineties hot stuff like dinosaurs and UFOs. And- yeah. Well, and there's also in, in one of the dinosaur levels, they have like the car from Jurassic park. So like, it's obviously like they're, cryptids are yeah. there yeah where they're they're doing they're obviously going for that so my my favorite one is the um is is still the uh whatever you call it um what's the what's the giant ice beast can't remember right now you know yeti. yeti the yeti level the where the yetis are fighting each other i, I love that one it's urban yeti I'm yeah. racing for him. well or like the you know the yeti guy from final fantasy 6 reminds me of that too <laughs> or the or like the ice monster from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger that just had bad toothache. Mm. 
which we watched not that long ago. But yeah, 2021 was a pretty good was a pretty good year, I thought. Uh, lots of good stuff on there. I thought so too. You didn't even mention the Super Monkey Ball re-release. I did. Oh, you mentioned that. Sorry. Yeah, Banana Mania, which is like twenty dollars now. Now it's really cheap, but but I I regret nothing. I I, gre- I do not regret having it on the day it released because I don't either. I had a blast with it on that first day it released because I played it at work with with uh coworkers and even like the cast. The one of the cast members played it and everybody thought it was really funny and cool. So I regret nothing because I enjoyed though my I, entire day with it when it came out. Though I enjoy both Monkey Ball One and Two on the GameCube, I still am happy I bought it on the Switch because I've looked. Not just at MGC when we when we were there on the show floor, but at uh, Disc Replay recently. I was in there actually like two days ago, and they're selling like Monkey Ball Two for like forty bucks. Whoa, really? Yeah, like because I just yeah these games have gone up in price. Like it's a lot of bananas. It's a lot of bananas. Well, because I just got a word's been stolen. I got it. I think I got it like last year. One of our one of our uh, patrons, a friend of the show as well, like bought it for me for my birthday, and I think he got it for like. 20 or 15 or something like that so shit's gotten less. crazy inflated um i guess i i wasn't originally gonna mention it on the show but it's just something interesting i saw at disc replay and i thought like what the fuck's this dude at disc replay but in their little glass case they have a atari it's called the atari field manual and they're selling it for like 150 dollars but it's just literally a binder full of pages and all i can think is it must be like something that they only gave to retailers or whatever back in the day. That's like mm. almost like the, what you would imagine, like the Nintendo power, um, like the pro people that were running the phones had to, to consult. And uh, I'm just like, what is the, like, I didn't ask anyone working there cause they were super busy when I was in there, but I was just like, what is this doing here? Like, this isn't a game. This isn't, you know, a decoration. Like this is like literally something that should be in like a museum or something, but should be here in a museum. sitting here and i don't have the money to pay 150 dollars for a binder full of paper but i feel like it might be something important that's just chilling here in champagne at the disc replay so you need to get it and put it in a museum no yeah you don't have to that was another big thing in general this year was just the explosion of collecting and the price is going crazy and the we had the million first million dollar game yeah Mario 64 yeah well i mean wasn't that also like Sketchy, a, that was true. like a front though, right? That was like some mafia front shit. <laughs> this is kind of what I felt because it it never made any sense. It's like okay, Super Mario sixty four, which is a game that probably ninety percent of the people who own sixty four has had. Why is it even mean, higher? I mean, I mean, we know. I mean, we know this. Like, you know, being being someone who collects things or like you know understands like nerd culture, or whatever. It doesn't make any sense for a game that's so common to be sold for so much. So I was like, this has to be like fake in some way. Like, mm-hmm. shouldn't you be selling like the Indiana Jones game that was only sold from Blockbuster for 64 for like a lot more money, you know, like something that wasn't that everybody got anybody who got a 64 got Mario 64. And if you didn't, what the fuck were you doing? Like, seriously, like that was the game to play unless you bought it years it, later and it, got it for Ocarina. Or something. It was not a package. It so wasn't. It, it wasn't a ba- It wasn't a pack in. But I mean, I mean, I bought it for Mario sixty four. I mean, Mario sixty four blew my mind. You know, I was like, right. I, was I like, think for yeah. a scandal like or for a scam like that, it makes sense to take something mainstream that everyone's like, oh, we know what Mario sixty four is. It totally makes sense. That's expensive. 
Whereas those of us that have been part of the scene continuously since that point, we're like, no, you could buy Mario 64 for like three bucks for quite a while there because there's so many of them. Yeah, they were everywhere for nothing. Like maybe like seven dollars or like something like that. Mario Bros. Duck Hunt, which has gone up in price. And there's a point at which I remember back in college, like I dissected one of those and used it to make a tape case to send to like one of my online crushes or whatever. That yeah, or, or you made state. a you made a belt. Yeah, it used to be like fifty cents. Didn't you make a belt out of one of one, out of one of them too? Or didn't you make like a belt buckle out, out of the cartridge? I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, I remember. Well, I remember they were selling them for like seventy-five cents or something at at the at the like yeah. the the Babbage's Funko Land whatever places mm-hmm. and yeah, and you were just like, I'm just gonna buy a bunch of them because they're so cheap, you know, because they were so cheap, and now it's yeah. And I don't have them anymore. I wish I did. Not that they're yeah. worth that much, but still, like seeing them for ten, twenty bucks is still like to me like a true indicator of the inflation because like someone else would look at that and be like, okay, well that's seems fair. Two games for 10 bucks. But for me, it's like that shit used to be a quarter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They were so common. Yeah. It's stupid. Like it really is. I mean, well, we've talked about it before, like people buying like, uh, it, like uh, Eternal Darkness for like over a hundred dollars. I'm like, oh my god, that was like ten dollars. I literally watched someone buy it for like ninety. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, when when you mentioned play. it. Yeah, I mean, the, I don't want to sell and any. I still have it. I don't want to sell any of my GameCube games, but I have a gold mine of GameCube games. Yeah, I found out that a... my Chibi Robo was worth two fifty. Oh, easily. Oh, some people were selling it for like six hundred at the MGC. I mean, I don't think that's what it's actually worth, but people were selling it for that at Edmonds Gaming Classic. And also, like all of the, all of the Mario parties on GameCube were all selling for a hundred dollars each. I have all those. You know, it's like well, a friend of the show, Escapades was just his mind was blown by what shit was selling for on the show floor. He's well, like, he was selling he was selling Chibi Robo for less. Like he mentioned that on on yeah. Twitter. He's like, mine was only two, <laughs> like because because <laughs> we had because we saw that one for six. But yeah, twenty twenty one has been has been a year. I don't know. Twenty twenty two will be kind of better. Right? I mean it. It was weird, but it felt more natural in spite of its weirdness. Like than 2020, 2020, 2020 or twenty twenty, I keep saying it over and over. Twenty 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 four hours to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought of. I don't know. It was it was it was a year where I think some of us, myself included, in us, thought that maybe the world was ending, and it doesn't necessarily not feel that way anymore. But I guess having progressed this far past twenty twenty starts to make you hopeful. You're like, okay, well, shit continues to exist. We still have a society. It hasn't. We well, still live we got in a the society. Vaccines. It yep. has. It hasn't ended. It's just changed, and it's. I was listening to a podcast earlier today that it's just it's changed. That, that some people have just gotten depressed because they know that it's not going to go back to what it was. It's just going to be it changed, never will. and it will be changed for however long. And that bothers some people. I don't know. I just. I. It's kind of cool that we sort of learned to live with it, but then. uh Omicron Percy I eight uh <laughs> reared its ugly head and who knows what's up with that, but yeah. I don't we know. We got a new transformer trying to kill us and Bumblebee's dead. <laughs> so what are we gonna do? Yeah. I don't know. It's a I I'm I hope for the better. I mean it was like what I was saying about like you know, Bright Eyes going on tour. I see a lot of people are going on tour again for twenty twenty two who haven't gone on tour, so that's kinda cool. I don't know. It's a, we'll see, I guess. I mean, I'm still, you know, still be overly cautious and get vaccinated and all that stuff, but. Well, I'm happy I got to see you this year, Trey. And John, I wish I could have seen you, but I understand your reasoning for not going. 
Um, a, a, a lot of maybe twenty twenty two will be the year where we could actually all hang out together again and do. I think so. Let's say not. We'll do some sort of recording in person, and we've never done that. We've never had a full the three was, of us. I was hoping recording in person. I was hoping that we could do Midwest Gaming Classic twenty twenty two together, which is at the end of April. So that's a pretty long time from now. You know, it's like end of April through the beginning of May. So, I mean, maybe we can do yeah. that. I think it's a few months from I'll now. I'll try. You know, I'm that, planning that, to be in Chicago for a concert if all things are going well. Well, you'll be so, there. Yep. You'll be there a few weeks before. I think the one that you're going to is before that. But, but I, it would be cool if we could all make it to, to the end of April MGC. I may need to go to, which I've not, I have not announced publicly, but I might be going to Brazil in May. If I Whoa. do end up like figuring that out, I probably can't go to MGC. Unfortunately, well, that's fine. Go to Brazil. Yeah, that'd be cool. See how see yeah, what Brazil have... thinks about you. Yeah, but yeah. we'll see how that goes. I'm going to get my passport on the 15th, and that's as of this episode will be happening soon. Next week. Next week. Is there any? And is there any like weekly news you want to talk about? I. I think the only thing that I wanted to mention is that there's another Tetris 99 event for Mario Party Superstars, yeah. and that's cool. I'm gonna... Obviously, the Game Awards. I mean, that's the big thing. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that. I mean, it's like, I mean, what's a? It's like there's going to be some sort of Nintendo announcement. Like, there's been one every think... year. So, I mean, there's right. going to be something. Let's go ahead and announce this, uh, or rather, let's talk about this for just a second. Ubisoft. Not the most highly regarded company <laughs> currently. Sure. They decided, hey, Call of Duty, let's bring NFTs to it. Let's use the blockchain to have people spend like exorbitant amounts of money on things that in some way, because NFTs have been hyped this way and it exists in the crypto space, it's the closest to a physical item you can have, but totally digital. It exists as a one-of-one and you can literally trade these rare items between other characters if you use this Ubisoft service. Well, it became like one of their most disliked videos and they took down the announcement. Oh, really? As of today. Yeah. As Why? of today, they took down the announcement. I can't remember what it's called. It's like Emerald or it had some like it had some like gemstone name. Ubisoft Quartz. And it's coming Quartz, to there we go. Uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Okay, sorry. I, I said I said uh, the wrong game. Call of Duty. Yeah. That's a, that's another terrible company. I, I believe you. you. That yeah, up. that's Activision. Uh, yeah, I, I believe you. I don't know. I don't play those games. But it, but but sorry, also- I did say the wrong game. Thank you for correcting me, John. But uh, Ubisoft like already like felt the backlash and already like retracted at least the announcement video. It doesn't mean like they're not still doing it, but they're like, oh shit, they're coming for us. But the NFT nerds, <laughs> they already know. So let's just take it off the internet and let's just hope these NFT nerds like. Get all into it, which yeah. <laughs> I'm sad. Like, uh, not that Andy Milanakis is like the coolest dude of all time. Like, I'm sure he's problematic, but he was a guy I thought was hilarious back in the day, and he is just all about NFTs now. Snoop Dogg as well. Like, just some of these celebrities are like really leaned into it. Reese Witherspoon, also in <laughs> NFTs, <laughs> like, just, really. <laughs> it's so bizarre, know, right? but like the people like you wouldn't even like think of immediately are like just super like leaning into nfts as being like a wave of the future and um it makes me sad because i don't want that to be in my video games and yeah. i'm not gonna play uh 
rainbow cell or whatever it's called, but I will. <laughs> there are a lot of now. games I'd love to play that are online only. Like, okay, like, well, I don't love it, but like Fortnite, without a doubt, they're going to have NFTs on Fortnite eventually. Well, yeah. well, I, well, I mean, when, when you were talking about it, that's the first thing I thought about is like, you know, how Fortnite made so much money about you being able to buy the skin for yourself mm-hmm. that doesn't like give you anything in the game, but you have this different look. What if you could buy a look that only you could have, and that's the NFT aspect of it. And I could totally see that being a thing in games to try to get people to buy it. Right. Isn't that what that's the first It'd be thing. Like I, a one of one costume. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you I thought. You actually have a one of one costume and then you could sell it to other people in within the ecosystem. Yeah. Because it, it would be physically, I say that with quote air quotes around it, transfer to the other person because it only exists as a one of one in the blockchain. That I mean, that's what I thought. That's what I thought you were getting at with the, so much. with the Ubisoft thing. Is it's like, yeah, you could buy this one. Like, say, say you buy this skin for your character, but you're the only one that can own this character, the skin for the character. So it makes it more expensive in that way. And yeah, it's just a stupid way to just take money from people that like it's like Fort. It's like Fort time. Fortnite times a million or whatever, you know. Well, here's like the thing: like, the other thing with NFTs, keep it going. Yeah. you can't just outright buy an NFT. You have to start a subscription service, and then you have to buy, you know, which is essentially Bitcoin. You have to buy some sort of cryptocurrency. I think it's ETH, ETH. I think is what they use mainly for NFTs. So you buy this, and you have to buy it at the market price, whatever it is at the time, like because it changes so much day to day. And then you use that to buy your NFT. And then that's when you like enter your your whole like here I am in my cuz like I actually own Bitcoin like so I don't want to be like talking like I'm not a <laughs> sucker in some regards. I have How's that working gained, out for you? I've gained about $45 in the past year. Oh, there you go. At the, least you haven't in lost the anything. Bitcoin I bought. As of now, I haven't sold so like that's what my portfolio says. I've Gain forty five dollars. Sell it now. You could I've, buy S Shin Megami Tensei five on sale. Well, then you also <laughs> like get like fees because if you don't hold it for more than a certain amount of days, you get like all oh, these fees, almost like a a, a a CD or something like going back to like investment banking and shit. So it's very similar in that regard. Like you have to hold it and then you have to know when to sell. Blah blah blah. It's stocks, but dumber. And, uh, <laughs> At the tagline, <laughs> yes, uh, NFT. I, I NFT. just I get really disappointed. Like <laughs> Tom Morello from Raging's Machine has NFTs. You know, like fuck you, you did what they told you. You know, like <laughs> that's kind of how I feel. So yeah, I, I hate NFTs with a passion. Maybe I'm not in the right frame of mind, and maybe I could be making a shit ton of money. And I did buy Bitcoin, so don't. You were kind of into it. You know, I'm an idiot. Yeah, I'm an idiot in that regard, and I still have it. I haven't sold it off, but yeah, I don't know. This whole like crypto, I don't know, taking crypto into into video games, like it just seems predatory to me. Oh yeah, super super predatory. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Stupid. Speaking of stupid, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. That's going to be what the the reveal is at the Game Awards tomorrow. Uh, is the Sonic Two trailer specifically? So, they did. They did say it would yep. be there. Is yep, that what Keely was talking about when he said like a franchise he was like excited <laughs> reveal for two years? For two years, I, I don't think it was the Sonic, the Sonic movie two or whatever. But I mean, it's you know, I, 
I just think it's fun to talk about the Game Awards just because they're dumb. But I mean, it's, you know, it's just going to be a two hour long. It's literally a guy bought these awards so that he could host them. Yeah, it's just going to be it's just going to be a ton of commercials. That's going to what it's going to be. And, you know, there'll there'll be some Nintendo stuff in there and whatever. Miss some cool. It's like if Elon Musk did an electric car show. (laughs) Well, not even because, like, I don't think that. He Keely makes games. Yeah, see, he doesn't make games. He a just producer want, or whatever. But. He just he just wants the game makers to like him. He he just wants a mm. uh, uh what's his face. He just wants Hideo Kojima to like be his best friend because he loves loves him. Yeah. One good thing about the Sonic Two movie though is that they cast the actual Tails voice actor from the games in the movie. So learn from that. Future I got excited when makers. I saw her name because I was like, I don't know her name, but she has the same last name as uh. As a uh, Mr. Sheffield from The Nanny, which Sean and I just recently stopped, like we recently watched the f- season finale in a hot tub, which I think I talked about on the show a little bit. But uh, uh, I thought O'Shaughnessy, which is her last name and also the last name, but they apparently aren't related. Unfortunately, I was like, wait, is that his daughter or is that like his aunt or his nephew or whatever? Like, I don't know, like some relationship, like, or I mean, niece, whatever, but. No, they're not really. Nope. That's the <laughs> no, nope. They just, just have the Colleen same last Marshall's name. Just the voice actor. The same last name. That's great, though. That- there was a thing we forgot about 2021, which is fine because it was incredibly forgettable, but Mortal Kombat the movie came out in 2021. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That- and it was I terrible. forgot about that like two so, days after I watched it. We watched it, and it was terrible, and, and thankfully a lot of people also agreed that it was terrible because it was. It was bad. So yeah, yeah, twenty. Reminding me of a uh, Sonic the Hedgehog bad movie. Reminding me of another bad movie that came out this year on HBO Max. All that. So it was there. Maybe we could end on a good note. The Super Smash Brothers Melee twentieth anniversary. Twentieth so, anniversary. Yeah, loves, yeah. That means that Jeremy and I, Melee. Jeremy and I, have been friends for over twenty years. Which I think I already knew yep. that, but but it, you well, know, we were friends before that. But we were friend, like, I close we, friends. I thought we I thought we became friends on like '99 or something like that. But uh, well, whenever you went, whenever you came to Lincoln, 2000, right? Yeah, you, it would have been 2000. You seemed like you pretty annoyed by me for a while, but eventually I won you over. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I was thinking I was kind of a lot. I was kind of a lot. You were you were you were a lot, but uh, but you know, there's uh. Maybe in a Patreon episode we'll talk. We'll talk about it. But, I know, need to mellow like you a fine over, shitter. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> but but no, I mean I just think about you know we played yeah you know, we played Smash Brothers on when we went on our like GameCube search and all that stuff which we talked about before mm-hmm. previous episodes and we found Smash Brothers and we played the crap out of it and yeah that was the I mean I, you know we played I mean I played a lot of Smash Brothers sixty four in college before you were there. Jeremy, but Melee was the one that was like, this one is special. You know, it has all this extra stuff to it. And obviously, because it's stuck around, it's still like in the, it's still in all the championship uh, fighting game tournaments and all that stuff. And it's good. I mean, it's it's why they put GameCube support on the Switch. Yeah. (laughs) It's why the GameCube controller will never die because all the Melee stands are like, I cannot play with another controller. It has to be the GameCube one. So, yeah. It will live forever. So that controller and ever, and still ever, and ever. exists as a viable controller. And it, like the DualShock might be similar in regards to it hasn't changed that much, but it, it's changed way more than the GameCube controller being the exact fucking same thing that yeah. people can use on the Switch now. But yeah, it's something that just has to be on everything. Like it was, well, the, yeah, the, 
the Wii had GameCube ports, and then like the and then the Wii U had the adapter, which continued on to the Switch. So it's like it's just yep. we need it, people just need to still feel like they're playing Melee even after <laughs> after the fact. But yeah, but twenty I, years on. Happy birthday, the Super Smash Brothers Melee. Yeah, I mean, it, which. I, I which like was so full of Easter eggs. Like I, I just remember hanging out at your house tray with the badly iced walls. Yeah. And just <laughs> badly like, iced cake walls. Yeah. And just being like, wait, what's all these trophies? Like we didn't even know like at the time, but like you could fire see like, 3D models and like circle around them. Yeah. And, like, and you, and you saw the fire all emblem the music yeah. and the weird videos. There's so much weird videos you've done. Like, oh, the videos were great. I, I love those weird videos that are on there, but yeah, I think, I think one of the main things about the new characters was Roy and Marth. Like who the fuck are these guys? Like mm-hmm. what the fuck? They got like swords. They look super cool. And then fire emblem, when fire emblem came out on game boy advance, like, I love that game so much. I was like, this game is so good. And it and I bought an SP and that game at the same time. So it was like that was the game that I played on my SP. And I was like, this game looks awesome. The soundtrack is great. The story is really good. Like, it's so good. Like I just like fell into the fire emblem. And I was like, I felt robbed again going back to <laughs> Nintendo Switch Online. But I was like, well, why have we not seen these characters yet? Like why why did they not come out here? And blah blah blah. I think that uh, not only fi- uh, uh, Ice Climbers, but um, Mr. Game & Watch was just a really cool way to be like, we oh, could yeah. take these that was a big thing too, old yeah. characters and like make yeah. them work in this franchise. Like They'll still have this similar animations. Like They look like they're like anachronistic, but they work within like the, the, the skeleton of the game. And it was really cool seeing like, you know, like especially Mr. Game and Watch, like yeah, he was how coolest. he could exist within that oh, I lo- yeah. game. I loved Mr. Game and, and Watch. I, I it blew my mind at the lot. time. Yeah. Like just being like, wow, they can like do anything now. Technology is at its apex. I was I was pretty into seeing Mewtwo in there and those hips. Those hips are insane. Mm-hmm. The Mewtwo hips are ridiculous. They don't lie. Look it up. Like the <laughs> the Mewtwo's just got this. It's like all hips. It's like eighty percent hips, and then like toes and mm-hmm. whatever. Like, but I was like, yeah, you too. You look crazy, but looking good. There you go. So yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. Melee was was like, yeah, this is. And yeah, what then? And then Ganon, well, Ganondorf was in there, and um, and Star Wolf as well. Like they started to do some of the Echo characters, but it was still pretty cool, you know. I mean, you famously quoted me saying like, "It can't get better than this." Like it just like the realism of the three D models just seemed insane at the time i'm just like this is the apex yeah like i said the apex of uh 3d models but obviously that's not the truth but i melee did a really good job like that game was yeah that was a so lot not first only one. the not only to you know the smash brothers franchise but just to the hardware itself like we couldn't have done this on the 64 thank god we could do it now yeah it was a good it was a great introduction like it wasn't it was in the release window. It wasn't like on the release date, but it was still like, it was like, holy shit. Like this is, you know, Smash Brothers 1 was pretty cool, but this one was like, blew everything else under out of the water. That's what, that's what I thought. So, yeah, it had, had a lot of cool extra characters. I mean, the divide between the original Smash and this, nothing's ever like exceeded that jump. Right. And it was like, was it two years? I don't think it was two whole years before. Between the first one and the second one. Well, cause, well, I think Smash 1 was 99, right? I thought it was. Mm. If it was, I think it was like I was still in high school. Like, I hadn't yeah. gone to college yet. So, it definitely was while I was still in college. But, yeah. It was like less than three years. Yeah, I thought it was uh, 
because I, I I did a I remember I like didn't have any money and uh, Tyler Hughes let me money to to get Smash Brothers. I paid him back later, but uh, <laughs> I was like I was like we got to play this game. I don't have any money. Do you have money? Pay for me to get it. Yeah, the 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 sixty four one was in ninety nine. It was pretty close. So the same way I getting a GameCube worked for me and you. It was like lend me some money. Well, you bought it and then I paid you back for it and then you got the one you got for Christmas. Oh sure. Yeah, the original. Well, the well, it was the beginning of ninety nine. It was January twenty first of nineteen ninety nine. Was was the first Smash Brothers game. Okay, and so then it was, it was a bit of a distance. And then but... it was towards the end of two thousand one. So it was a little bit. It was like as far as it could get on each side of the spectrum there. But still, it's a great game. And I and I still I I love that intro song, which I'll probably put at the end right here, and you can listen to it at the end of the episode. But I think we should. Uh, yeah, speaking of the end of the episode, this should be the end of this episode. But uh, thank you for listening for to episode 299 of Nintendo Main, and please send us your audio, your uh, your you know you talking about Nintendo Main, and about our 300th episode. Send it to us at Nintendo Main Podcast at gmail.com. Just record yourself, email it to us, That's, and and uh, and we'll do that. Also, we're gonna stream it live at 10 o'clock on the 15th of December at twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast. So check that out. And yeah, and you can check out, uh, if you want to see all the new KK Slider songs that I recorded, go to youtube.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Or if you want to follow me on Twitter, at Nintendo underscore domain and at jmaxstack. That's what's on Twitter. That's how you find us on there. Yep. And and that's that. And uh, yeah, check out the 300th episode next week. Uh, send us some stuff. Get on the chat. Tell us what you think about us and all that stuff. We'll read it all. Do that. This is it. This is the last moment. You need to do it now. Uh, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Mikowski. I'm John Mitter. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week in 300 Vision. See ya! 100. Okay, uh, I know a lot of you people probably like to wait to the last minute. Well, this is it. This is the last minute. <laughs>